people and you know this is different for everyone but i like when people are good follows you ever have someone be like yo like i followed you you ain't following me back have you ever had someone say that to you oh it's not fun it's not fun when they do that because they will approach you because they don't have proper etiquette and they would just be like hey man i followed you like like you ain't following me back It's just not in this capacity. Correct. Thank you very much for being here. And okay, so we have so much I feel like we could get into, but I want to slow <laughs> it so down scared. already. Um so you go by Lena story. Mm-hmm. Why? Let's start there. Oh my God. Okay. So I've been I've been singing or pursuing music for a really long time since childhood. And I, so I, I changed, I went with the name Lena story, which I feel like it's such a mouthful to say Lena story. It's like, you yeah. can barely get it out. Mm. Like, okay. It's the, it's the I don't consonant think it's, I don't sound. Think it's too, oh, hold on one second. I forgot one thing. Hold that thought. Forgot one thing. podcast wouldn't last very long if I didn't plug up this laptop. Oh, yeah, that's, have all that's kind of important. 10 minutes of recording before this can thing this blows come? out. Can this, like, flex out? Yeah, it can, yeah, like, you just have to flex out more that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can say back. Sl- uh, sl- oh, there you go. Oh, is that better? Yeah, this is good. As long as you can hear me. Yeah, I can definitely hear you. We're good. Great. Um, Okay, oh I'm God. sorry. Please. Okay, continue. so Lena's story. Lena's story. Because you feel like it's a lot to say. I don't think that it's that difficult. I think Lena's story is fine. Lena's story. When, I people, don't know. when people don't like, can't just take times to learn, like take a little bit of time to learn someone's name, or like that is a different ethnicity or something, then it's just like, oh, your name is Samun Chai. We're gonna call you Sam, right? Like when people like do that sort of thing, I'm mm-hmm. just like, you can just take a little bit of time. Lena story is not difficult. I think it's a, I think it's a great name. Thank you. Yes. So I came up with that name in 2011 and I just felt like my previous moniker uh, didn't fit me anymore because I was using Nisha as as my singer's name. Yes. And because your name is Tarnisha. It's Tanisha. Tanisha. The R is silent and oh. is there to trip people up. <laughs> Wait a minute. So I can kindly explain it. And I've been doing this since I was in kindergarten. <laughs> the, the R is silent. Yes. Okay. Because my mom is from a town in Southern Virginia and my siblings who are 20 years apart from me, older than me, they have regular names. <laughs> and my, what are regular my, names? My, my, my theory is that my parents 
Because I have a brother named Michael, and I have a sister named Rosalind. Mm. And my parents, by the time that they had me, they were living in D.C. for a couple of years. So I feel like they had gotten introduced to some more urban names. Oh, wow. And yeah, that's, that's. And they were like, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah, Tanisha sounds Tanisha pretty, but with, a, with, a, with, with a, a silent. silent. <laughs> <laughs> and when I asked my mom, <laughs> why did you why did you put the R? And my mom has an even higher pitch voice than me. And she's like, because I just wanted it to be different. I'm like, mom, you succeeded like yeah. hard. Yeah, that's a, that's a deep thing. People really, really want their children to be special. And you look at you, you came out special. Yeah. So what is, so what does like pursuing music at a, at a young age mean? Like, what do you remember? What were you doing? Uh, All right. Singing Jackson five. So I used to get teased that I look like the Jacksons. (laughs) Someone just said this the other day. So my, my childhood friends, um, uh, they used to tease me, Brittany and Monique. Shout out to Brittany and Monique. Mm-hmm. Still love them to this day. Um, so we had, uh, how I found out that I loved music was we started this Spice Girls group. Oh, okay. I remember the Spice Girls. Right. And so. What was your favorite? Uh, all of them. Oh, really? Uh, really? Yeah. Really? My favorite. All of them? There okay. Was, there wasn't one that stood out of like scary or posh. Baby, okay, what was okay. okay, all right. Scary Spice, Posh, and then Ginger. Wait, Ginger? Who the fuck is Ginger? Ginger Spice. Jerry Hollowell. Wait a minute. She was the redhead. Which one did they call her? So that was spo- Sporty? She was the... Weren't they? Because like, they had four names for them for like... Ginger Spice. Ginger Spice? I think, it, I I think, think it was. I think that's just a spice. Exactly. <laughs> I think, I think, no. <laughs> sporty Spice, Scary Spice. She was Ginger. There was Baby and then Sporty. Yes. So who and is... Posh. But there were only four. That's what I'm saying. There's there were, five. Oh, there are five. There's five. I'm forgetting one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she exited the group oh, for whatever reasons. Okay, I don't recall. Okay. When the when the Spice Girls movie came out though, mm-hmm. she wasn't a part of that. Yes, she was. She was? Yeah, she had Oh shit, hair. I gotta go back. I gotta go back. Okay. All right. Yes. My fault. The I didn't mean to go on this Spice Girls diet. <laughs> <laughs> so we had this group and we would have these rehearsals was our playtime. We had these rehearsals at my house or their house. And we would put on these uh these uh, playground uh, performances. And oh, that's I, nice. And I and I kind of took it like real seriously. Like we have to practice, and <laughs> like I took it more seriously than they did. But they supported. They mm. always supported. And then uh, I met a lady in the neighborhood. Her name was uh, they, we called her Miss Peaches, and she's the play. <laughs> <laughs> My life is so crazy. All right. All right. <laughs> she used to play kickball with us, and she had a. a, a a daughter that we that we used to play with and so they would host these um uh these slumber parties and so we would go and like she like taught me how to like write music and stuff mm-hmm. so i just kind of held on to that skill and just like oh. built upon it um so to, yeah since, like how to write music like what does she do to teach you how to write music she, she taught me song structure i mean i shouldn't mm. I, I can't totally attributed to her but she taught me like song structure and like changes and then i like kind of went on my own and studied like jimmy jam and terry lewis and mariah carey and how they like wrote their music that i would say they are my biggest influences Mm -hmm. so so you listen to who they who say their names again 
Jimmy Jam and Terry J- Lewis. J- Jimmy Jam, who's this? J- Jimmy Jam. Jimmy Jam, I don't know who this is. And Terry Lewis. So they are uh, responsible for a lot of Janet Jackson's early work. Understood, okay. Mm-hmm. So like okay. Rhythm Nation, Control, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Okay, and, and so what does studying that look like? Um, I, I know that this may be a difficult thing. Oh my to- God, I've never answered these questions before. <laughs> so this is good. So, I don't know. So like reading the lyrics, like studying the words, listening to how the changes. Like, so you have, and some songs you have like a first verse, you might have a pre-chorus, you might have a hook, you might have a, like just different, different songs have different structures, different key changes, mm-hmm. how it changes, breakdowns lyric lyrical content yes of course yeah Yeah. okay and so you're just you're just looking at these things and you just are you then trying to implement them in your own stuff or Mm -hmm. yeah okay yeah and then like they they have a very specific song writing style and i guess i just kind of like picked up on it early i mean i didn't have this verbiage when i was 12 years old right but, but yeah okay that's fun. I mean, that sounds like a whole lot of fun. I'm glad that you're doing that. You seem like you really enjoy it. Like, to, <laughs> like, to what percentage, like, what's the ratio between the music that, because you do a lot of covers, correct? Mm-hmm. The ratio between the stuff that you do covers of versus the stuff that you like to write. And, like, how much do you like to write at this point? So, I really haven't been writing a lot lately. Man, when I was, like, a teenager, I could like churn out like four songs in a day, just straight off of melodies in my head. Mm. Um, just because I didn't have, I didn't play any instruments. It would be strictly in my head. But now if I'm doing like open mics or, um, I, I'm in two different bands. We do a lot of covers, but I am working on my first recording project. My first EP. Oh, I don't yeah. have a release date yet. Okay, okay, that's all but, right. That's okay. But, uh, but a lot of covers. I'm not even gonna put that sort of pressure on you of like when's it coming out? What do you like what's it? But I, I, do, I, I don't do wanna know. I do wanna know the okay, so you when did you first start on it? Like how long has this been in the in the mix? Uh, child. It's so many delays and so many challenges. Yeah. Um, life is like that, I know. Yeah. I I've probably wrote the first song maybe three years ago. <laughs> Okay. And just finished recording it like a year ago. <laughs> oh, so you have finished. Oh, I have songs finished. Okay. Yeah, I have them archived. All right. What is the... <laughs> it seems like you're saying everything so carefully. Like, <laughs> what? what is holding you back, do you think? <laughs> uh, just time there's not enough time in the day Hmm. like so i just recently moved and then i'm in two bands and then i also have and then i also work thank you again by the way for making it here yeah like for taking that time well thank you for having me yeah of course um so just there's just not enough time in the day and also trying to you know Make make time for my regular life because I have to live life to have something to pull experiences from, mm. um, to have something to pull from. So, you know, that's, you know. Do you ever find yourself looking for something so that you can grasp and for like inspiration from it? I like putting yourself in certain situations so you can try to <laughs> like, I think there's an opportunity there. Like I might be able to get some inspiration out of this one. No. Okay. So what I do is if I, if I ever feel like 
I'm not writing enough or if I feel like I'm not inspired or I want to be inspired, I'll just completely stop trying and then I'll mm. go live life or I'll watch a movie that I haven't seen before that I think might invoke some type of emotional response just because I tend to write from a very uh, autobiographical place, mm. very personal, mm. very introspective. Um, so I'll, or I'll start listening to something that I haven't listened to. And then sometimes what'll happen is I start getting like these short span of obsessions. So right now (laughs) I'm currently obsessed. I'm currently obsessed. So, you know, Kanye West album, uh, graduation (laughs) and he has that song. I wonder. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I just learned where that and sample. I wonder exactly. If you know. Yep. What it means. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That song exactly. So I just learned where the sample came from, mm. and so I started going into this. I don't know his. I don't know how to say his name. I think it's Le Le B C Frey. I don't know. Mm. I don't know how to pronounce it. Sorry, yeah. sorry to this man. It is all right. I don't know. But I just like started getting into his catalog. And then there's this one song that he has. It's called, I think, I Get dot dot dot. And then I learned that there's like three songs that are sampled from from that one song. Mm. Um, there's a Jay-Z song that's uh, sampled. Um, Miguel's Kaleidoscope Dream. Wow. Um and uh and the i wonder uh-huh from that yeah. from that song which that song is called my song the original song is called my song oh and uh slim shady and so i just mm. like keep going back and forth so i'm obsessed with this dude since last week since yeah. last wednesday i used to go through things like that and ironically it was always because of kanye because he <laughs> because when he came in people gave him such shit for like they're like oh the, he's just ripping everybody's stuff like he's just taking all these soul samples and making mm-hmm. his own and so you know there were people that either just love what kanye was doing or they were just like this is bullshit like he's yeah. he's barely remixing what they did you know what i mean that that's how they felt but when I was when graduation and no graduation in particular for sure because the album was that physical album was yes. like a piece of artwork that if you yes. got your hands on it, it was so cool to have. It was yes. a little booklet flipped open and it was just beautiful art from like this Japanese artist. Yes. I forgot his name. It was, it was, but it was beautiful. The yeah. colors were beautiful, popping out at mm-hmm. you. Um, and the samples, the songs you were putting together to me were so damn good. I was like, I want to know where this came from. Yep. So that I started finding Etta James tracks and, yes. and just like just a bunch of old ass tracks that I ended up really really liking. Nina Simone. Yeah, it's just like he took. I mean, so he. I mean, so he, he took from everyone. everyone. So you know, but but the way he spins But everyone it. does exactly. Mm-hmm. That's that's the whole point, right? Is how do you um, how do you take from people so much and absorb and then render new. Which begets like originality. Some, mm-hmm. Somehow, yep. it's it's the absorption, it's the constant stealing from other yes. people that, yeah. and and then in some weird magical alchemized way, churns out something original. Yep. You know that you've never heard before. Yep. It's very very weird. And he and he does it so beautifully. Yeah. So I definitely learned a lot of music just going and looking at all the. Because who the fuck does that? Who's going and looking at the credits 
Me. And you know what I mean? In a booklet and trying <laughs> to figure out like, oh, who wrote this? Like, who's doing this? Me. That's hilarious. Yeah, that's me studying. Part of part of my study. I'm. I had the the Rhythm Nation booklet. Like back when even the cassette tapes. Like and you pull Ooh. them out and they're like you have to oh, fold it a million yeah. times. <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, you remember the cassette. <laughs> Show my age. Yeah, no, trust. I mean, that's that's what. Yo, hold on a second. This is what we're gonna get to the music because we have to get talk more music. Oh my god. Let's talk about (laughs) the fact that you and I are both here right now, and there is this is the second time on this podcast I've had someone come on that was related well not you're you're actually like related related but uh in some way having a connection with keon right and and on top of that there might be there might be some weird like split, weird. no 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 like split screen experience of how we remember each other and and where we've seen each other okay right because i'm me and you're you and mm-hmm. i i'm pretty certain that you are were able to watch over us when we were younger Mm-hmm. Like, I'm pretty certain that you were able to, like, be around and, like, if something went down, like, you were the one in charge. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> so, because I'm about to believe my I'm I completely forget this, but, like, I'm trying to pick up pieces because I haven't seen you in so long. You are related to Keon how exactly? So, Keon is my nephew. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> I'm his aunt. We are, <laughs> we are, I think we're, okay. So I have so many nieces and nephews. I forgot how old he is. I, so think, I think we're either two or three years. So whose sister are you? Okay. So, so Keon and I are related by, by technically by marriage, but really in my okay. family, we don't acknowledge Understood. step or in-law or anything yeah. like that. He's my nephew, point blank period. Like mm-hmm. if somebody try him, um, I'm running up on him like, yo, that's my nephew. You ain't you ain't messing with my family. Period. Oh God. Because so, that's, that's what I thought. I was like, I could have swore I remember her being around and like having to like watch us yeah. when when the parents were away. Yeah. I was like, I could that's definitely her. Yeah. Like I know that's her. But it's like, but maybe it's not, because that person would have had to have been <laughs> some sort of significantly older than us in order to be in that position. No. But maybe not. Maybe you were just like a year older. Cause you you yeah. look like you're I'm not like, older than me. Like, yeah. <laughs> so my so my brother married his mom when we were really really young. I want to say they got married in maybe ninety six something right, like that ninety five right, ninety six right. something like that. So so we really grew up together. But mm. there were times when I was the aunt in charge. Yeah. If some if somebody was. You know, somebody got out of line. I had to be the one to, you know, tell on them. Yeah. Or, or if, or I some, wonder, if they got into an altercation at the playground, then they would run to me. Do you time. remember me giving you a heart? Because you remember those kids. Like when you're just like, you gave me a fucking heart. <laughs> Was I that kid to you? I, Do you remember? I feel like I barely remember. Like I know that we were in I proximity. I barely remember you, Earl. I'm sorry, Earl. <laughs> no. I'm so sorry. No, he, I used to talk, to talk about you all the time. Oh, Oh, man, I'm hanging out with Earl. 
And you and Ryan were like, the, we used to call them the Keon's friends. Keon's <laughs> friends were Earl, Ryan, and Matthew. Yes, Matthew <laughs> Scott for sure. Shout out to Matthew, Matthew. Scott. Oh, Last time I was fucking with hanging out with this guy, this is so funny. When you like don't hang out with someone for a very, very long time and you just find yourself at a Hooters with him. <laughs> uh, it's hilarious. I, well, no, hold on a second. Never mind, because I was about to talk for a story. That's how vivid this is to me. I wasn't actually at this place. Now I'm thinking about it. Keon told me this story, but he was out with Matthew Scott at Hooters. And uh, oh a friend and, and a friend of his who Keon does not know and Keon would probably never actually want to spend any time with on his own. But this guy was just <laughs> like in there, like cat calling women walking by like it was like, oh, God. He's just like, do you know how embarrassed you got to be when you're at the table? It's like a friend of a friend. And they're doing like they're doing all the whoop, 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 hey, shout out, woo, yeah. Like, like, like how, how old was Grown man, like doesn't like, have the like excuse reset. of doesn't have the excuse. Oh, we this I think this was back when Keanu and I were living together, but it was still we were still full grown adults that like shouldn't do that. We were probably like in our mid. That's we were probably like mid mid twenties, twenty six, twenty seven. I'd say. Yeah, that's crazy. Nah. Whoop whoop, yo. Mm-mm, don't, don't do that. Whatever, that's, that's whatever. Fuck. That's not cute. No, it's not. That's the that's the quickest way to get me to ignore your ass. <laughs> As it ought to be. How do you even how do you even respond to that? You know what I mean? Like if somebody like what, what? <laughs> That's what, what do you I, want? That's what I wonder. I don't it's owe like, you I, any it's money. Like, it's like I, I wonder like when they do that, like what do they expect the woman to do? Do they expect her to like call back? Like do they expect them to just walk up? Oh hey, I heard you <laughs> <laughs> screaming at me across the bar. So I decided I'd come over. You look very, very nice. I mean, if somebody's screaming at me, I'm thinking they want money. Like, they, th- <laughs> they thinking that, that I owe them money, which would never be the case. But I'm like, no, man, I don't owe you no money. Like, that's how I feel. I never owe money. I never. pay shit back as soon. It's a problem that I owe money. If I that's owe money, good. I don't owe money because I'm getting you the money back immediately. I, I don't. That's very good. That's yeah. a very good way to live. <laughs> There's just certain there's just certain rules to the game, man. man you just I can't, wish I was that disciplined. You, you can't just be. <laughs> I can't just be just knowing that I'm out living life and like someone is waiting on two hundred dollars for me. You know what I mean? Can't do that. Tell it to student loans. <laughs> oh yeah, where'd you go? Um, my loan, my my one of my student loans is through Discover Student Loans, but it's like. Finally, close to being paid off. So, like, okay, where, but where were you studying? Did uh, what was I studying? Well where, I, well, where and what? So I went to. It's a long story. Oh. <laughs> what the hell is going on? It's a long story. So it took me seven years to graduate college. Is this where the Lena story came in? Is it just part of it? It's just composed <laughs> of all of the story that you because you. Well, oh my gosh! Yes, that it. I get it. <laughs> It's, it's the autobiography. None of, these, none of these stories are in the song. Okay. They should be, but they're not. So I went to Nova for three years. And the reason why that is is because my second year, I changed my, my major at the last minute. I started out as a business major. Mm-hmm. And I was like, 
oh, I am terrified of the math that they're trying to do. Mm. So I completely changed it. Well, I got hired at, in Fairfax County to be a before and after care summer on a summer program teacher, sub teacher. Um, and so I was like, oh, okay, maybe this is what I want to do. So I changed my major to like teacher education or something, finished the program, took a year off, transferred to Norfolk State, went to Norfolk State for a semester and a half. <laughs> All right. Life happened. Semester and a half is hilarious. <laughs> yes. <laughs> semester had and a half. Leave. That's just like when you ask a little kid, like, how old are you? I had and to leave. Like, I'm six in, <laughs> in eight months and seven days. <laughs> You're getting every bit of that three. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. All of it. All, all of it. semester and a half. Yes. And barely that. It was like a semester and like a month in barely. Okay. But I like to, you know, that's a better, better way to I mean, it. I mean, listen, we all don't go through, school's weird. It's just, it's not, one, it's not for everybody. It's not. It's really, really, really not. I did the best in college, though. I did better in college than I did high school. My high school. I did as well. Mm. It, but but I was mostly just, just in there. the classes that I wanted to do. It was really the same thing as high school for me. Mm. It's just I excel where I want to. It's like where I'm interested, mm-hmm. I'm it's I'm blowing it out of the water. Yeah. But like if I'm not, if I don't find interest, I just I'm not doing it. I'm not gonna give a fuck. I just can't. Mm, it's so it's hard. hard. It's so hard. But if I'm interested, then the obsession comes out. Mm-hmm. Right? Where you're just like, oh, I'm gonna I'm yeah, I'm about to get all up and through this. Yep. And then you find yourself and you're at three AM listening to songs or you know, looking at all the interviews from this person. That's that's how it is for me when I become obsessed with that's, music. That's or what's with interesting though. So or an artist that's new to me. That's why I wanted to ask you what does please feel free to get into your, your sparkling water. Okay. Um <laughs> Oh, but I didn't tell you how I finished school. So I, I took a year off my English professor at, at Norfolk State tried to convince me to get my doctorate in English or to switch my major and get my go for my doctorate. And I was like, mm-hmm. I never saw that for myself, but, but I ended up going with sociology. So I took another year off, transferred to VCU and finished my <laughs> bachelor's in sociology. Okay. So okay. I, I always say that I am a Spartan. Yeah. Behold the green and gold, but I graduated as a Ram, but mm. you know. You traveled. You got to see a few things. Uh, the whole of Virginia. Yeah. How did you like? I mean, Nova to me, I thought was cool for what it was. Mm-hmm. Like I think, but I think that about most things. I'm like, if you just try not to hate it, yeah. you know, and you just like, I, I don't know what else to say. You yeah. know, just maybe try to be a part of something or just mm-hmm. I, that, you know, I don't, I don't know. It's tough trying to tell people like how to enjoy something. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? If you don't want to enjoy it, I guess you're not going to enjoy it. I thought it was fun. Uh, I was there taking communications classes, so business communications, interpersonal communications, public speaking, English compositions, Spanish, 101 through 202. It, like all that was all that was super fun. Everything else, history, terrible. Math, terrible. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, history can be really kind of not interesting if you don't have a professor that's a storyteller i got real lucky at nova because i don't remember his name but i had two semesters with this guy and it was the best history i mean that was probably the first time in ever that i was like 
listening intently like, oh, my God, what is he going to do? I mean, he was animated. It was great. How often do you feel like you come? I mean, maybe this could be very high because you're an artist and you're around a lot of artists. How often do you find yourself around like, really like riveting storytellers? Like, you're like, man, you're good. Like, I really like listening to you like that. You mean like like poets or like spoken word or like, any or any, any sort type of, of stories? Maybe you're just you're just talking to someone and they just start telling you a story. And you're like, man, this is a really fucking good story. Like hmm. any any time in life where you're like, you're really good at doing this. Um, I would say more more often than not. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. You you just you're just constantly in contact in with really spaces. good storytellers, mm-hmm. and you like, wow, that's phenomenal. That's a phenomenal a space life. to be in. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That's really fun. Yeah. Because I know I've heard of comedians getting together. I've been watching a lot of stand-up comedy recently. I fucking love stand-up comedy. It's so much fun. Um, and I know I've watched interviews of them speak and hanging out with other comedians of them is so much fun because they're just, one, creatively, mm. they're just jamming. Yes. together right yes yeah, they're feeding so you're each other. yeah so you're starting to come up with like new material in the back of your head mm-hmm. like as you're just having fun with your friends uh but also there's clearly the no judgment zone like you can just say things you can't say around everyone because yeah. we know that here it's a safe space like we're just trying to make each other laugh right, right? so that judgment's not going to be there to sort of stifle your creativity um and the stories, like they all have great stories and they're all great storytellers because they fucking stand on stage all day and tell people stories. Yeah. Uh, I could just imagine like just hanging out with a bunch of comedians is great. So that's why I thought that possibly you being around composers, you might find yourself around some decent storytellers. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I wish I could say the same about myself. I'm I'm a horrible storyteller. <laughs> Despite my name, the name I gave myself. When I tell stories, I'm like all over the place and I have to go back. And I'm like, oh, but and then let me insert this part right here that I should have said five minutes ago. Yeah, then we just like, I mean, it's cool to hear now, but it really would have been really nice had you said Said that earlier. Like then you would have really stuck the landing. It would have been like, oh, shit. Now we're just kind of like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah." I mean, that's cool. I get it. Yeah. (laughs) My little sister's terrible at telling stories, too. I tell her all the time. It's really, really. It's like, oh, but let me tell you about this. But but you need to know about this part. It's like, girl. It's, it's just a lot the of time is passed. unnecessary details a lot of the time. Um, sometimes some of, like, the biggest, most impactful things completely left out. <laughs> like, it's just, oh. like, missing the mark. Yeah. Oh. But that's for a lot of people's it. storytelling, man. It's, it's not like what strength. Like, what does it take to be, become a good storyteller? You know what I mean? Like, think about what you have to be. This is what I was getting to, the studying, okay. right? That's why I ask, because I think a lot of people, at least that's interesting to me. What is the artist process? Like, What does studying look like to you, really? Because oh, it can be so difficult hard. to, yeah, because it can be difficult to explain. Like, because you're, one, you have an insight in the thing, which is music and, mm-hmm. and, and storytelling and composing and all this sort of stuff. Yeah, you have a certain insight. And once you have a certain insight, you know what you're looking at, you know what you're drawing from, mm-hmm. and it's like more of a feeling than anything else. Like you're just you're just absorbing stuff, mm-hmm. just observing and absorbing. Yeah. Um, so that's why I decided to ask you that. I think that that's like a very interesting thing to 
It's an exercise. Yeah, like a very interesting thing to try to condition for yourself as an artist. Like how mm-hmm. do, how does one study it? You continue to listen to music and then practice writing songs and they, it just becomes easier. You just do it. Yeah, you literally just do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It sounds like the funniest advice to give someone. Like, how do you get? Listen, I've, I don't I've been know. watching you for years now. I've been seeing you. You've gotten so much better. I saw when you first took that first three years to put out your first EP. And then I was there for your next one. And like, you're so amazing. How do you get better? Like, can you give me the. And you're just like, you just got to do it. I'm sorry. You hone in <laughs> like, your process. Yeah, I don't know. That's tough, man. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just just practice writing songs. You you learn how to do it by studying. And she, Miss Peaches, broke it down for me that one time, and it was like, okay, I get how this works. Yeah. Let me, you know, play with different. Like, do I want to do a verse? Do I want to skip the pre-chorus? Do I want to add? Do I want to make this a long verse? Or so you changing you 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 think about changing like how you're singing it melodies like i don't know i'm i'm still a student of music so well i feel like we i mean in order to be great you're always that right mm-hmm. i mean i would hope so i would i hope to always be a student um so again you are performing mm-hmm. how often would you say uh every week Okay. Whether it's an open mic or. So you mostly. All right. So again, let's the ratio between the yours, like original material mm-hmm. and the the covers. Like, what is that? Is that like 80 percent covers, 20 percent your stuff? Yeah. Oh, I, wow. I would really? say I would say 80 percent covers right now just because I'm involved in like two different bands. Oh, right. And, right. And I really I normally do. I normally do covers at open mics unless I'm featuring so, like, mm. if, you know, someone who's hosting an event will say, hey, I want you to be, like, the feature artist, which mm. normally instead of the one song, you get, like, a 15 to 20 minute slot. And so then I'll be like, OK, let me do some. Original yeah, stuff. yeah, for sure. You definitely want to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or if I if if I'm doing track like track music, then um, like pre like I'm playing along with the actual like music, not live music, not live a live musician, then I'll do, I'll maybe do like one cover and mostly originals. But if I'm doing a feature where I have like uh, someone accompanying me, like a keyboard player or a guitarist, then I, like the covers are more fun when it's live music for me. Because mm. I, I honestly really. Live music is yeah it's amazing. I really loathe doing covers but wow really yeah. so i oh only oh my gosh talk to me about this because so that's 80 percent of what you perform you, i know yes so what so tell but, me because my vocal coach told me years ago when i first started with her you have to learn covers you have to do covers and it's basically like this you have to be able to like show your stuff i mean and that's not really her words but that's mm. other other people will say in the in the community like yeah to like be able to show what you can do so i i choose to choose songs that i love singing okay and okay with, with okay. a band that's kind of hard because i don't love all the songs yeah so when i'm practicing them i just kind of like you know cuss them out in my head like <laughs> I hate this song. Like I God, I can't stand this song. 
I was. But the, but I never show it on stage. I'm I, like, okay, like you you would think I'm having the time of my life. I mean, you look like you're having a great time every time I see. You. That's why when I saw you at, uh, at Keon's birthday cookout thing, I was just like. Everything I every time I see you, I feel good. You are a good follow. I like when people and, you know, this is different for everyone, but I like when people are good follows. You ever have someone be like, yo, like I followed you. You ain't follow me back. Have you ever had someone say that to you? No. Oh, it's not fun. It's not fun when they do that. Sometimes <laughs> they will approach you because they don't have proper etiquette and they will just be like, hey, man, I followed you like. Like you ain't following me back. <laughs> now you gotta look at him and be like, God, damn. like, dude, I, like, how do I, like, how do I say this to you? I, Mm-mm. I, I understand that there's this thing that you feel like is proper social media etiquette, which is I need to follow you if you follow me. But here's the thing, I really, <laughs> like, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not opening this thing often, but when I do. I'd like to see things that I, I I like. I like to see things I like and things that like I'm genuinely interested in. Wow. And I just maybe I'm just not getting that off of your page. I just don't think you're a great follow. I just don't I just don't care for it. Like I, that, that's all. And I, I just feel that. like that should be fair. And you also don't have to follow me. I'll never come to you and be like, yo, why don't you follow me? That'll never happen. So you don't have to follow me either. Right. I think you're a good follow. When I see your Thank stuff, you. I'm like. Oh, that makes me happy. She's having a blast. <laughs> or so I thought. <laughs> now I know she's secretly cussing the band only, out. Only some songs. And I'm not cussing out the band. I'm cussing out the music. I'm like, I don't want to sing this song, but I'm going to. Yeah. But I'm a professional yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But um, most times I'll follow people. I'll follow people back. But if I don't like their content, like I will just remove myself dude sometimes you got it you got sometimes get i just gotta block people because like they're <laughs> sending me stuff or they're trying to get at me and i'm like mm. i'm like no what Stop what it. are they what and you say they get at you clearly there's no cat calling on instagram i've seen some wild things though because th- there's almost nothing i love talking to women <laughs> about more than men's advancements it's the funnest of conversations I could possibly have. You have to give me one. Like what? Like what are they? What are they saying? What's the essence of what these guys are saying that that puts you off? I have I have this one guy that I've been friends with him on Facebook for for years, and when I was in my last serious relationship, he would like. Um, this is when I was like more transparent and a little immature on social media, um, particularly Facebook. If I like, I wear I wear my heart on my sleeve, and back then I used to like all the angry statuses and oh, would like reach yeah. out and be like, "Oh, what's going on?" And I would be like, "Okay, like I'm in a whole relationship, I can't, and I'm not interested." So for years, the past couple of years. He's been like in my inbox, like, oh, man, like you still got a man or you got a man or I want to be your man or can I want to take you out. And I'm like, I have not shown you any interest. And I actually ran into him at an event in Richmond um, on Friday. And oh. like talked, I talked to him about the oh, this show. This is a fresh one. This is real fresh. <laughs> I talked to him about um, I was talking, talk, telling him about my show because uh uh, one of the bands that I'm in, Vibe Riot, we 
open for Lupe and for Lupe Fiasco. I saw and that. Poly, yeah. I saw that. So I'm sitting here chatting it up and and he's like, oh, man, I'm so jealous, blah, 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 blah. Because, like, I don't, he doesn't seem dangerous. So I'm like, yeah. and plus I'm, like, in public. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, oh, my God, it was so cool, blah, 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 blah. And um, then today he's like, so was that your man? Was you with your man on Friday? Oh. And I'm like, sir, can you stop? Like, I have not given you any play. Yeah, yeah. I just want to take you I out. Think, That's I the think one that, all the time. I think that. <laughs> I think that or do you want to have any kids? Do you got any kids? Do you want to have kids? I, I don't have any kids. No, I'm, not, I'm not looking for. But I feel that's like the question I get. I feel. Oh, that's hilarious! Whoa, that's, the, that's what I'm you saying. You get that's, the question. Like, get like, do you have any kids? Do you, do you have want any? some kids? I will what? be. I will be. Your, I will be your baby daddy. What? Damn! I wonder if they just feel like that's. I mean, they must feel like that's just super flattering. Like, yo, listen. I will please bear my children. I will be with you. Whatever I got to do, you know what I mean? It's I mean, crazy. I mean it's crazy, but you It's know, crazy, they, they but and, and that's why I just be like, that's why I ignore them all the time. Yeah. I'm like, okay. I think propositioning <laughs> someone one time is good enough. <laughs> I think the one time, Seven years ago, the first you know, time. just say mm-hmm. what you I, because I also want people to say what they need to say. You know, if you shoot your shot, they say, right. Get out there and be respectful. Right. Do that once. That message will remain in that inbox. If there ever comes a time. Where that person wants to go back and they see it and it, things are different in their head or they saw you and they see you differently or whatever and they want to reach out, whatever happens, then that happens. Or it works out right then and there. Like, that's cool. But but the the second one is a little it's a little wild, right? It's like, oh, I'm trying to I'm trying to give I'm trying to shoot this hypothetical person some bail right now like i'm trying to think about no. what they would think about for the se- that's the thing like the second one yeah the second one is completely unwarranted anything after the first one is is just unwarranted these, these were these were two different people but the first one like he's constantly in my inbox oh, oh my god i love this oh, picture wow. you're so gorgeous right here but completely separately another person was like oh my god i always thought you were bad do you want any kids okay <laughs> Okay. Oh, can you can you slow down? Cause I can't. I can't keep up. I can't keep up with what you're talking about, <laughs> sir. Uh, yes. My my inbox is. That's crazy. It's funny. That's crazy. It should be a sitcom. It should, be, right. it should be a Netflix series. All right. We need to work together to figure out how we can. <clears throat> how we can get this AP out? Like, what do I? What? What can I do? What? Can, what? What can? What can we as a people do to get your original work out in the ether um, for the rest of us to consume? What? What? What can we do? Okay, part of should it, I do? I need to just start blowing up your Instagram? Do I have to like? No. Do I have to direct people over there? Like, what do I have to? Do? I mean, I. I can do what I can do. So, you know. so part of it was I've so I've ha- I've literally had a major musical performance like almost every month this year since January. So some of it, and I was like, my June show and performance schedule was so busy, I, like I didn't have time. So even though I have a studio in house, 
just don't. I just I had to talk. Like, wait a I had minute. To wait sleep. a minute. Wait a minute. I had you to built, sleep. You built a studio in your home? Um, so where I live, my, my roommate has a studio and so he engineers. And so, I mean, and so you have an engineer in your house Yeah, in a studio in yes. your house, Yes, but we, but we've been busy. We've had so many shows. And then also like my, like our schedules don't always align for mm, me yeah. or for him, you know, to like, you know, have a, a session. So it's just like, people what's, the be funnest, busy. what's the funnest thing about going out as much as you've been? You know, performing at these huge events for yourself. The funnest thing? Yeah, what's the funnest thing about it? Like, what do you get jazzed up about? Like, oh, I can't wait for the free drinks or the <laughs> the free platter. They're going to, I don't know. Where they at? But so I actually haven't been drinking this whole year. Okay. Since January. So hey, I, I, yeah, look I, at you. Congratulations. <laughs> How do you feel? So it started out, it started out as a, like, a voice preservation thing. Then like wait a minute, talk to me about this because I've never heard those two words put together. Voice preservation. Yeah. Like like you you're conserving your voice, like you're trying to say less. Not say or, less. Just, oh, so the, so, for your vocal cords. Yeah. So oh, alcohol constricts the vocal cords. Yeah. Yeah. So I partied a little a lot. Um, <laughs> towards the end of last year, you was fitting a lot and say a, a little. I just, <laughs> I drank a lot. I partied hard. Okay. I, it was it was a great time. Yeah. From October to December, and then I think uh, the last party that I went to, um, my my girlfriend, we like we drank so much. Well, I shouldn't say so much. <laughs> I drank like a third of a, a bottle of wine by myself, and then I had two shots. And so, mm, and yeah. then we and then we were up until like it was a whole party. It was a lot of people. That was amazing food. It was great. We, you know, everybody was. You know, twerking for, and everything. For, for your for your height, weight, and gender, that's quite a bit of, yeah. of alcohol yeah. consumption. And then Over we, the course of how much time would you say, though? It was like a couple hours. Couple hours? No. Well, we stayed. At, I didn't go to sleep until <laughs> six a.m. the next day. So I was oh, up for you, a long time. Oh, so my no, my my voice oh. was done. My my uh, I was tired. So anyway, so like a couple of days later, I went to do my vocal exercises, and I couldn't access my lower register so singing in like the more like the alto you know notes even lower than that and then i was like oh it's because i drank and then i was like uh i, I should probably chill out a little bit because <laughs> yeah. i got stuff coming up Aww, and i was like look at you. Okay. So i was trying to be res- you know responsible look at you yeah look at you congratulations hey. that's good that's a that's a I mean, that's yes, you did have things coming up and you were being responsible. But you have to understand being responsible is not not always people's choice. Yeah, <laughs> it's not always their first choice. It's a choice that comes when, like, they've been beaten down by life and now they're forced to be responsible. Yeah. But for you to make that decision and because I, I was wondering if it was scary for you, like mm-hmm. if you like if you no, not the stopping, but when you went to go try to you know access your lower register mm-hmm. right and you couldn't i couldn't and, and you being like oh fuck mm-hmm. like i can't even i can't even sing the way i want to right mm-hmm. now like exactly this isn't cool my voice isn't moving it's it's not bending to my will the way uh, i need it to but then it turned into like 
a spiritual thing. So I I had promised myself, okay, so I'm going to stop in December. And then by my birthday, my birthday's in February. All right, I'm going to have a drink for my birthday. My birthday comes around. I'm like, I don't want a drink. Because everybody's like, okay, I'm going to buy you some wine. I'm like, don't. They're like, okay, no, you know, let's go out to eat. I'll buy you some drinks. I'm like, I don't really want to drink. And then I just started to think like, okay, all right, what am I doing? Like, I turned up really hard last last year. I'm being a little irresponsible. And I just, I need to chill out. Let's Let's explore this. So then I started going deeper. And it just, I don't know. I was just like, what am, am I, am I, am I really using alcohol for recreation or am I using it to, you know, cope with things mm. that maybe, you know, I'm not, you know, addressing because I've like been on this like intensive healing journey for the past couple of past two years. So oh, it just went, like, it just went deeper and deeper. And then I was like, you know what? I think maybe sometimes, not all the time, I have been using it to, using it for the wrong reasons. Yeah. And I was like, I don't want to do that. And so mm. it just got to a point where I was like, I don't want to drink. I don't want to drink. And then a couple weeks ago, um, one of my friends came to visit me in Richmond and we went to brunch and I had my first mimosa. Oh, I love a mimosa. Yeah. Just classic orange juice mimosa? Yeah. Right on. Okay. Yeah. Beautiful. Love champagne. Love. I've I've taken a step back from things as I get older. I'm just doing the lighter version of everything yeah. for the most part. Ice cream sorbet, sorbet, right? Or frozen yogurt. Uh, cake pie, probably the pie. Um, and when it comes to alcohol, liquor, beer, wine, champagne, probably going with the bubbly. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Just something just yeah. real light. Like I'm mm-hmm. just, it's, it's that's yeah. fun. A mimosa is fun. Yeah. I don't, I don't really see myself doing random shots like if i go on vacation <laughs> yeah when you do shots like, <laughs> like you're doing it for shots. different reasons That's, the shots is what's when probably you just see me a person do a shot you're like yeah yeah it's just it's very different than when they sip a glass of sparkling wine you know a little spritz here with some cut up strawberries and lemon okay, inside of it you know what I mean? it, it's just it's different you fancy but when someone fucking cracks open a bottle of Fireball and they're like, ah, ha, because it tastes terrible. That's, it's just like a different. What Fireball is it? That's my, that's my, uh, that shot of choice. Fireball? Your shot of choice. If you could have a, a shot of fireball. anything. <laughs> Cinnamon whiskey. Cinnamon whiskey. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> That's why you had to chill the fuck out because you was taking a bunch of cinnamon whiskey it, to I the wasn't, face. I was drinking Tito's. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, be, yeah, I haven't had too much Tito's in my life, but oh, and tequila. Not, <laughs> so vodka. That night I had I only had the Tito's, but I'm just saying I, I would prefer I the like fireball. Tequila. I oh. want the cinnamon. You, <laughs> that's so funny. Can I ask? Can I ask about this intensive, intentional spiritual journey for the past two years? Okay. <laughs> you brought it up. I just, I just want. I'm, we don't have to get wild deep unless it's just all deep. So, it, so it has oh, to I'm be. Like, what do I want to say? Okay. So, I mean, first of all, let me start with I love it. I love it for you already. <laughs> Already, because something happened or a series of things happened that, yeah. that made you come to a fork in the road where you're like, okay, 
Yeah. Something, something's got to change, just like the voice thing. Like mm-hmm. something, something has, has to, to change, change here because what I experienced or what I've been experiencing has been suboptimal, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah. At the least, right? So I, I you know, or at the most, what maybe. I'll, what I'll say is, so I was in a, I was in a five-year relationship, um, and things got really ugly let's just say that on okay. both on both sides because accountability or whatever <laughs> um, <laughs> on both sides and um like it just got to a point where i was like i don't even recognize myself like i am not happy like there was no no love left when i walked away mm. um for me and that's crazy because like i'm a i'm a lover not a fighter and um and i'm also uh, an empath um but when I walked away from that situation, I just like, I got really, really numb. And I was like, okay, if I want to get better from this, if I want to grow from this, then I'm going to have to like take radical responsibility for my contributions on how this, you know, became such an ugly and toxic situation. I mean, cause I could say it's easy for you to say, well, like, you know, he did this and he did that. Like, yeah, 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 that's fine. But I can't control him. I can control myself. And me taking responsibility doesn't absolve him for his wrongdoings against me. But if I can understand why I did or why I participated in those actions or those arguments or whatever, then I'm like, I can grow from it. And so it was it was hard. It was, it was like when you face yourself and you're like face the darkest parts of yourself, that's where like some strength is in there, but you, but I had to go deep. And you did this on your own accord. Mm-hmm. No one was like, "Hey, Lynn, I think you should really go see someone." Mm-hmm. I think you should. You were like, "Okay, I'm gonna do." I needed and it. So, I needed it for so, myself. So how do you do that? Do you like sit by yourself? Do you like how do you reflect and try to churn it into something that makes you better? Like, so well, I, I had already been seeing a therapist. Um, and I, and we started talking about childhood traumas and you know family relationships that you know need a repair or maybe have contributed to you know some of my you know hurt or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was already in therapy, but I just think I got to a place where I, where I just made the choice to take the reins for myself. And I'm like, this is no longer about trying to salvage this relationship because it was never going to be saved because had I been completely grounded and, um, you know, completely myself, then I wouldn't have gotten here. So how can I prevent myself from getting, you know, in an attachment and, you know, looking like love when it's not love because I wasn't loving myself. And so I had to make, learn how to make small choices every day so that I could love myself. Um, yeah. That's beautiful. So spending, spending time with myself, listening to, listening to my body, paying attention to what triggers me, paying attention to how, how I feel around people, um, paying attention to like, if I'm recoiling against something, like I don't really like this and, and not forcing myself through it because, you know, we're getting over, people pleasing like mm-hmm. people pleasing is uh, it's a, it's a horrible combination when you're an empath <laughs> oh man when everybody wants to talk to you and oh my god i'm going through this and, and then you don't have boundaries it's a it's a recipe oh. for 
getting in. You just take a lot on, mm-hmm. be drained at the end of the day. Yes. Like, yes. And get no sort of therapist money. Like, at all. To be all these I want peoples. all the money. <laughs> <laughs> I want all the money. <laughs> I want it all. I want, we have to, Mikey. He does the engineering for this. Mikey, please clip that. I just, I just want that <laughs> as a clip when she says, "I want all the money." I just, please clip that out for me. Thank you. Oh my god, <laughs> I want all the money. I Let me do get some more ice and fizzy stuff. Oh, I do. No, it's not a lie. I want all the money. I do. I want the money. I want the money back from. (laughs) Let me stop. I won't get too deep. I won't get too deep. What are you going to do with the money? What's your, like, what's your, if you had all the money, what would you do with it? Like, what's your thing? Mm. Oh, look at you. See? I would travel. (laughs) Uh, Where are you going? Where am I going? I'm going to Thailand. I'm going to okay. Bali. Okay. I'm going to Italy. Okay. I'm going to Iceland. I'm going to Kenya. Okay, you be, got that some... should be on top of the list. I'm going to Kenya. Okay, you got some stuff ready mm-hmm. to do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, child. She she got a whole list. Yeah. What are you trying to do? You j- you just want to see? Just be there and see all the. Th- I want to see all the things. But I only want to see a little bit of it because I want to. I'm the type of person when I go on vacation. I want to be able to relax. I want to sit at the beach and read or listen to music or journal. Don't have me out here doing 100 million activities. I don't need a whole itinerary jam-packed for the day. Don't do that. That's not my type of travel style. So we can do, you know, I want to do an activity or two and relax. I'm with you. And relax. I had to learn that lesson the hard way. Oh, man. You had people. There was someone ruining vacations for you. Fuck, man. He didn't I was having to. this conversation with someone earlier today. It's like. He's sweet guy. He <sighs> he was a sweet guy. This guy I dated, but. Oh, he just he just didn't know any better. What, was, he, was it the itinerary thing? Was he just trying to do too much? He, he was trying to do too much. Oh. Uh, he was trying to do too much. Poor guy trying to be a good guy. Just trying to. <laughs> Don't make me sound like that. No, no, I'm just saying. Sometimes you try to do too much and you you don't know that you're doing it. That's the tale of most like young boys and maybe young girls growing older, but older, but definitely a lot of young boys that are trying to impress girls. And you're trying to figure like you are you are in your head. Let me tell you what the mind of a teenage boy is like. You, if you like, if you like girls, like you're trying to figure out, like, how can I get them to like me? Like, that's what's on your mind. Your testosterone is flowing, it's pumping. Oh, my God. That's scary stuff. I mean, (laughs) I mean, not, I mean, not to be too graphic, but your penis is hard all of the time. Just imagine like that on a human. That's mm. what it is. Like you, you, you're literally being driven by this urge. Mm-hmm. That's how you feel. Yeah. And and the, the girls everywhere at your school, right? And you talk to them, and you're mingling, and you're running around, and they're looking cute. And now some of them like you, but you still have to figure out Oof. how to interact with them, right? Um, you're trying to figure it the fuck out. That's like that's like a lot of young boys might like, how do I get her to so a lot of people just don't it's tough. 
Yeah. It's a tough thing. To, again, it's like how Poor do you? Guys. It's like how do you study? Right? Like how do you study your your artist? It's the same thing. It's like how do you get good at be, just practice. being around people? Yeah, practice. but some people you gotta practice. Some people are around people all the time, and like they don't get better at that. Well, you know, so it's just yeah. Sometimes it's just people's luck is just, just sucks. It's like you're not gonna, yeah. It's just not gonna. <laughs> you just yeah. Some you just separate do. yourself from that. Um, yeah, it's it's terrible. So some people are gonna try to do a lot, and they're going to. It's gonna be their demise. Yeah, As was this it, guy because it, you're not with him now. No, <laughs> yeah. No. That's okay. tough. I mean, sweet guys, really sweet Very, guy. It oh was, yeah, it we always—that's always the thing. Oh my gosh, she was so sweet, nicest guy in the world. Oh my gosh, he took care of his grandma, and he fostered dogs, and he had a good job. He was such a good guy, but absolutely, I was absolutely not going to continue to date mm-hmm. him. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> Fuck that no. guy. No. It, great on paper, but it's, oh. it was too many. It was too many cracks in the glass for mm. me, and I was like. I have to ask myself, do, if if I would I be okay living the rest of my life with the person if they never change? And I was like, I can't do it. No, no. What are you again? Accountability and all mm. of that. What do you sort of take on knowing that you have artist brain? Artist like, brain. Like what? What do you? What does anyone coming into a relationship with you need to know off the bat? Like, hey, listen. Hey, my Lena. name. My name is Tanisha with yes. a silent R. Yes. Thank Lena you. Lena Story. Yes. Thank you. Um, and there's some things you need to know about the way that my brain works the, mm-hmm. or maybe some of the things that I like to do the way I like to navigate this earth. You're going to need to know this now. God. What's that? <laughs> um, I, so from my past relationships, I learned that guys can be uncomfortable when I'm working with other males. But it's like, if I could find uh, engineers that are women, I would happily work with them and give them my money. But should it, but should it, but should it matter though? I mean, in the sense that you, maybe you want to support women short, but like, but in the sense that you don't want to be around the men because it makes the other man weird. What's what's going on there? Well, I tend to not work with people who make me feel weird. Let's just start there. Cause I've already, I've had my share of the weirdos in the studio. Like honey, my uh, whole (laughs) twenties. Damn. (laughs) It's just been nasty. In there? Yes. It's always it's always one. What are they saying in the studio? They're always trying to get hey, at me, you trying, trying to get my You trying to get some free studio time? Like what are they I've saying? heard that. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my oh, god. The, damn, oh the my free studio. See, see my I've, thing. I've heard my, I've heard a lot of stuff. See, if I was in a position <laughs> to give someone something like a free studio time, I would never proposition it now if you were around someone and for whatever reason reason you all caught some rhythm and then there was sexual exploits had and we just liked each other and then you came around and i like gave you i started giving you a discount that's different than being like hey do you want one Man, if if that if that would have happened in my singlehood, see that would be completely different. That's but that's very is different. Not yeah, that's the not way. the way that it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's not just how like, it hey, sound, like you want to no. you want to make it right. <laughs> 
someone said that to me. I oh, met come with this on, guy. Man. I met with this guy. Because I'm on just Instagram. having fun saying wild shit, but then you're like, oh, I actually got that one. <laughs> yes. This guy I had I had found him on Instagram and um we I think he was living in Atlanta and he was basically like asking me like okay what what type of music do you like and it seemed like an innocent conversation <laughs> at first and then he was like yeah you know and you know so if we're going to be doing this and you you know we're going to be hanging out then you know I'm going to be expecting you to be around and I was like be around like how uh, and he's like you know like in my house and I was like uh no and then he said some wild shit and he was like yeah you know I would expect you to like be with me in my bed and I was like oh I was okay. like oh yeah, no yeah, yeah. I was like oh yeah, yeah, no. got, he made it clear it, real yeah, fast I was, yeah, I was about to it say has, it got it, less and less inconspicuous the more he talked okay the more he yeah, talked yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I was like mm-mm yeah cause first it's like I'm gonna need you Based to be around it's like from a phone well yeah I'm just like yeah I get that like I need to be around we need to record like yeah I'm here to work like I get that and he's just like nah like I'm gonna need you to like you know, like be around, around. Like, Hold up. <laughs> you know, oh like my in my bed. Oh, 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 that's what you mean by around. Gotcha. This, so a couple of years ago, I used to work for the security, um, the security company. We, d- uh, we did uh, installs for, or we coordinated installs for like CCTV access control for retailers across the U.S. And um, I had this, uh, this project manager who worked on it on a different different account and we used to talk all the time about music and like we it was really friendly but then he started we exchanged numbers and he started texting me like um oh man you know you really need to be traveling with with your music and I want to invite you to this brunch thing and I'm like okay I'm like I'm all, because of my experiences I'm already like approaching it like Listen out for the shit. Mm. So I like I the radar is yeah. Radar. Your, your antennas are up. I'm like, yeah. and then like a year goes by, and he reaches out to me. He's like, hey, are you um are you still doing music? Like I want to put you onto this brunch, and I just want you to you know like be close to me. But like he sent me this long paragraph, and he had said I like you got to be like close to me, like standing next to him, like glued at the hip. like. It, he made it seem like I need to be glued at the hip. like the way he see, kept see, reiterating close to me. I was see like, that, see, that, see, I was like, mm, yeah, blocks. See, that's where you yes yeah, blocks <laughs> immediately. See, that's where you lost me because. I, again, I'm trying to be in in the shoes of these people that are doing this because I'm thinking like, okay, all right, all right. You're an attractive human, okay. <laughs> like so, like, like let's just start with like, like, like I'm just like I'm trying to, I'm trying to walk, I'm trying to walk, I'm trying to walk through this. You know what I mean? Like in the mind of the guy. So I'm like, okay. That wasn't always the case because I used to get I used to get teased Aww, in school. People used to be like, people called me gremlin. People used to say I was ugly. People used to say a lot of shit. And was, and apparently Michael Jackson as well. Yeah, I I did get or, or called little Michael Jackson. Little Michael. Yeah, they used to hurt my feelings, but now that's yeah, okay though. Yeah, I was about to say because things change. If the shit switches up, yeah, I've seen shit switch up. I love those stories. When shit switches up, it's pretty much the ugly duckling story. It's just like they talked all that shit. I've seen it happen over and over again. Where guys are like, "Yo, did you see such and such from high school? Did you did you see them? Like, dude, yeah, she's a model now. We used to make fun. She's a model now. We used to make fun of. We used to throw gum at her 
in the back of class, she's a yeah. model. She's in New mm-hmm. York. She's everywhere. They're like, yeah, 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 yeah. You are an asshole, though. So she's probably not going to talk to you. Yeah, so I, you had, I had that. <laughs> I, I've had it. Yeah, it happens, oh, man. Oh, man. Like, this guy tried to talk to me. This was like maybe two years after high school. And I remember we were walking. It was like in between classes. And um, I had, I was laughing at something. And he was like, yo, like, what the F you laughing at? You ugly little girl with oh, the glasses. Oh, shit. Two years after high school, he sees me, doesn't recognize me. Not much is really different. Not much is really different except maybe my glasses. And he was like, oh, man, like, oh, you're so cute. I was like, oh, you don't remember. Oh, no. He was like. (laughs) He was like, remember what? I was like, you called me ugly in the hallway (laughs) when I was in my little history. I was like, but but talk your shit. Okay. Oh, that's a Hard. terrible feel. I mean, I don't know what his level of shame is, <laughs> but for me, hearing that story, oh, I'd be like, oh my god, I'm so, so like you. There's nothing you can do in that moment but apologize. There's nothing you can do, even if it's not to be accepted. There's nothing you can do. Be like, I'm very sorry about that. And I'm going to leave you alone now. <laughs> like, I, you know, what else do you want to do in that position? Honey, but I don't remember. I just remember walking away and being like. The, all right. So the mental space of these guys offering you these things. Okay. So you're an attractive person. So they're looking at you. <laughs> they're, they're like, okay, I like the way she looks to me. Mm-hmm. Boom. Men, you got most of it down. Then they're like, she's talented. I know she's talented because I work with her. I know of her. She's talented. That's so you're so you're attractive and talented. Right. But they also understand that talent doesn't do shit. I mean, it doesn't do not shit, but it's the drive. It's Mm -hmm. the you know, the incentive It's the motivation. It's the perseverance. So then they're like, okay, so you're an attractive, talented, driven person. So and I'm certain they're spending time around you. Mm -hmm. You like to have fun. You're like you're you're a great time to be around. So all I'm saying is. They should like you. That's one. So I'm getting this out the way. I'm not absolving them from what it is they're doing. But, okay, I'm going to land this plane, I promise. Mm -hmm. So they should like you. Then they shoot their shot. Now, it's a terrible way of doing it. I think for that guy in particular, you were saying, like, hey, I'd really like you to come to this thing. I want you to meet these people, mingle, network, whatever, but I need you to be close to me. I'm hoping, I'm hoping, I'm hoping, I could be very, very wrong. I'm hoping that he was very bad at saying, I need someone with your essence. Like, I need you to be a date. Like, I, I do want you to come here and do this thing, but I'd really like you to come as a date because it means something to me to have someone with me because that's the way that some weird networking stuff works. And it'd be really, really nice to be able to say like, oh, hey, this Tanisha, this is, you know, my and I don't even have to call you my date, but I could say this is my friend or whatever. But like, it'd be nice if I was seen with you. Now, it clearly wasn't articulated that way. I don't know if it matters if it's articulated that way to you or not, um, because it could still just very well be weird. But it would have been better, at least. Maybe. But it translated as. <laughs> He's like, fuck what you're talking about, Earl. This is what it sounded like. Though. It translated as I am pretending to be your friend 
because we have a mutual interest in the love of music and the love of, you know, the oldies or whatever. And because I was doing, um, what was I doing? I was doing like these, like this Instagram series where I was talking about like my favorite oldie songs and like what was special about them or whatever. And so he was really interested in that. And we talked about me possibly doing like some type of, some type of podcasting, whatever. So we've been in communication mm-hmm. about that. So it, it translated in that moment after that message. This really, I mean, it was like a really long message. I mean, you would think that it was one of them relationship type argumentative, been standing in the standing in the same spot for an hour and texting back type of uh, type of messages. No. That message in that moment translated as I've been pretending to be your friend and now I want to help you in career, in your career if you you know Damn. do this with me on a personal level and understand that like like you're no longer available and for me I was uh, like it's it's a negative sir so yeah, you're blocked yeah. you're blocked you gotta go Damn. no yeah it, Damn, I was Damn. like. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess that you just have to go through that. Like, there's yeah. no way to not like, yeah, like you're going to run into people that yeah. are like going to try. Mm-hmm. Has anyone ever said, I mean, I guess, I guess not because you haven't been like, oh, well, actually, afterwards he said, <laughs> hey, I'm sorry. I didn't mean for what I said to come off that way. If if you don't want to do it in the capacity that I just said, that's fine. But I would still love for you to have this opportunity or get this look like, please come to this thing. You don't even have to come talk to me, but come anyway. Has anyone ever reached back out and said, like, you know what? I'm sorry. I shot I shot a shot. It didn't go in. I'm sorry, but please, I don't want that to to get in the way of you still reaping the benefits of this thing. Like, please still still reap the benefits of this just forget about me being an idiot Hmm. i feel like maybe they have maybe that has happened but like because my perception was already soured oh it's done once they're done they're done it's it's, but it's not even like it's not even the the trying to get at me is the issue it's it's the it's the pretending it's hmm. the it's the shadiness about it. It's the posing. You're posing as as a friend or posing as a resource, and then you drop this on me. Mm. Like, what if it came in that natural progression? What if at first they were that thing, and they were like, "Yeah, it's cool," and then they spent more time around you? They're like, kind of like her. Mm, I I might. Isn't that the way that most of them go? Like everybody at the very beginning doesn't just know like, oh, let me shoot my shot with her. Sometimes it happens through a course of weeks or mm-hmm. something. You get to know someone and you're like, oh, damn, I didn't know this at first, but I actually really like you. A lot of a lot of these, a lot of things like that happened while I was in a relationship or seeing someone oh, right, yeah. and they knew about it. Oh, yeah, that's so another it's element. A, yeah. Right. So it's like if if I've been public publicly in a relationship and you're still trying to get at me on the low, I automatically don't, (laughs) I automatically don't respect you. I like my, my interest is (laughs) zero. Oh yeah. (laughs) Trying to to slide through on a low. Yeah. That's like, I just posted a picture of me and Wes's face and you're like, Oh man. So you and -and so-and-so still together. Sir, what? 
Goodbye. Goodbye. Sometimes people don't care about those. Mm-hmm. I've been, I've been, I've been in that position. I have been in a position in a lot of my shittier years where they posted that picture, and they're still coming over tonight. Like they don't care about that picture. They just posted it because it looks good because it's Instagram, <laughs> and they want to look. They want to make their relationship look good, but they're not really happy in the relationship. Oh no! So they still hang out. Mm-mm. Yeah. No, that's not you know? me. Because sometimes you have to wonder like where people get these lines and why they think that they work, and then you have to. It's, it's it to, to some degree, it worked on someone. Like yeah. there's some ilk of people mm-hmm. that are being gathered <laughs> this way. It's crazy. No, I, I mean, different stroke, different different strokes for different no. folks. That's this, this, but okay. I, but I'm glad that you're you're out and you're safe and you're you're happy. How do you feel? Because all this came from this first thing that I was really, really, really interested in, and you oh kind of did like a judo move and got out of I'm there, sorry. which was good. <laughs> no, you did really, really good, I and mean, you did answer the question. You know, it was up to snuff. How do you feel knowing? How you felt two years ago? Like, how do you feel now? Like in this two years, I know a lot can happen in two years as far as a personal, spiritual journey mm-hmm. can go. Um, healing can go, especially if you're, you know, humble enough and open enough to try to take the therapy mm-hmm. route. Yeah. Whichever therapy route you're going to try to use. I mean, I'm certain your therapist is a therapy route. I'm certain your music is the therapy mm-hmm. route. Like it's maybe you it. speaking to a close friend or family member is a therapy route, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you, there could be time where maybe there are these moments where you said you have to go out and look, live life or just try to drop things from your head. Like forget about mm-hmm. the song you're trying to work on. Forget mm-hmm. about that. Whatever those moments are that you're having, right? Yeah. Like those could be therapeutic moments. What are those, by the way? Like what what helps you clear your mind the most? So, um, so in terms of looking for inspiration or or trying to like maybe intentionally or not intentionally, I'll watch mo- like old movies that I haven't seen, like black and white movies. Like oh. one year I watched um, Casablanca. Okay. Because it, it was a popular movie, and I was like, okay, like who people always talk about Humphrey Bogart. Let me look at that. Um, so I haven't watched it. I still a, haven't. It's a really I good still movie. Haven't I mean, it's it. a romantic movie. Okay. I, I I'm a romantic. I'm a hopeless romantic. Okay. I'm not ashamed. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Um, yeah. So or um, listening to it could be listening to or. Or listening or watching something that I've listened to or watched like a hundred times. Like I've seen Pride and Prejudice too many times to count. Oh wow, Pride and Prejudice. Yeah. That's the one with uh Kira Knightley. Mm-hmm. Did you yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh man, I'm so I love her. Oh, I watched God. it once right after I read the book. Did you ever read the I book? I never read the book. Yeah, that's by I Jane Austen. Mm-hmm. It's really, really yeah, good. Jane Austen. That was a really that, good movie. Yeah, she I mean good story, I should just say overall. That was really yeah. well done. Yeah. Um, what do I do to clear my mind? So I, uh, so some, some Sundays I will like go to a a shop, like a coffee shop or something and I'll just like chill and I'll start journaling or I'll read this, read this book that, um, my therapist prescribed to me. Um, and I'll journal about it. So I'll like kind of take note of how am I feeling? How am I breathing? Like what's happening that's spiking my 
if something's spiking my anxiety or spiking my emotional state and I'll like explore that and like try to get grounded. And usually like after I've spent an hour reading or journaling about it, like I feel better, I feel lighter about it. Mm. Um, What's the book? Uh, it's called Codependency No More by Michelle Beattie, I think. Okay. Um, so I'll, I'll read my little book or, um, I'll journal. I'll, I have the Calm app on my phone. So I'll, if I need to, I like, I'll meditate okay. with that. Or sometimes I go to the park and I blow bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> Real, real story. I have bubbles in my car. I just, I just, I just, why did you wait so long to get to that one? Because that's the real one. That's (laughs) That's the the one you should have started with at the, that's the, that's at the top of the heap. Right. Is go to the park and blow bubbles. And I do it at the beach. What's it about the bubble? Like, what, what's, what is it about that? Do you just, is it's it, just is so it the relaxing. watching it? Is it the actual blowing aspect of it? Like, it's wh- the watching the bubbles. It's, it's the it's watching the, it. It's the watching it. It's the doing So I have these these bubble wands, like, and I'll, like, wave them. So you dip the little thing, and then yeah. you go like this, and then you're like, ah. And then the, the bubbles are blowing in the wind, and it just feels great. Mm. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's the whole experience. It just is. Blowing a, bubbles And, and I'm listening to, you know, something calming. That's so, <laughs> that's so cool. I love that for you. I love you. I love the image of you sitting in a park. Yeah. <laughs> or at the beach. Just blowing bubbles and you just yep, listening just, to music. Yeah, like and just, I'm just waving Just minding like, your oh. own fucking business. Like, <laughs> I love that. I love that so much. That's so good for you. Yeah, I love blowing bubbles. It's great. All right. So you, yeah, you're doing some fun stuff. You're mm-hmm. feeling much better than you were mm-hmm. two years ago. Yep. I love that you were able to just like muster up the strength and be like, I'm changing. Mm-hmm. I'm changing things. Yep. Before you had to crash too, too hard. Yeah. Some people. I, mean, I, would, I would say I crashed oh, you pretty got hard. Some, you got some, some hard ones. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you were saying that you had spoken to your friend that you now live with. Correct. Mm-hmm. You said your friend. That's the engineer. Mm hmm. About doing yeah, a podcast. Yeah. Oh, no, that no, was no. him? Or wait, no, 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 no. no, no, no. Not that, that, I, that I live with? Oh, hell Oh, wait, no, no. I'm sorry. That was the old guy, the, the, the last guy that was trying to get you to stand next to him at uh-huh. the thing. At, at whatever yeah. event they um, had. And you guys were probably going to do that based around old soul music. Or, mm-hmm. Okay, and just speak about old albums and how they make you feel, whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what do I and the people have to do to get you to do that? Oh, my God. <laughs> to, to, to get the podcast going. Can I, I can answer some questions for oh you. Oh, my God. I'm certain. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just something. Um, because you came here, and at the very beginning, you were like, oh, I'm so nervous. Right? And I'm like, uh, let's just bypass that. Let's just get on to the conversation. Because you don't need to be nervous. Because what are you nervous about? <laughs> right? Like, you're clearly just fine. Like, what do you? You said to me, actually, before you got here, weeks ago. Um. Because, by the way, we had scheduled this like a month and a half. How long ago did we schedule this? It was like a month and a half ago. It was a long time. Yeah. Um, You said you're bad at interviews. Now, I don't really view what I do as an interview. It's definitely, I just like to talk and chat with people. But like, what what have you, what have you been a part of? How has it been conducted as far as interviews go, mm-hmm. and, and why did it make you feel the way that you you felt? Because do you feel like you're doing bad now? Because I don't even no. know what doing bad is. Because we're just hanging out, and you know what I mean. This we're recording this is mm-hmm. so it's fun. 
I don't know what being bad here really is. Unless you're just like. <laughs> just, just looking at me, you know what I mean? Big old eyes. Like, it's just, you know what I mean? I, I don't, you know. Um, you seem like you're having fun, which is great. Yeah. That's that's the whole point, right? Well, so. the setup is comfortable. I've done interviews before where I was like struggling to find the words, like even more than I am mm. today. Oh, are you struggling? I felt like you're it. struggling to find I some words. Th- you were trying to get me to answer the "how do you study" question. I still, mm. I still haven't given you a clear answer. Like I don't know what to tell you. It's difficult to do so, but it's very. But difficult. I did. I, like for instance. I watch podcasts. I will listen to people speak. I will watch them. I go out in the regular world and every conversation is that's what's fun about what it is I do. The amount of time available to practice it is limitless. There are always people around. (laughs) There are always people around for me to talk to. Right. So I'm constantly talking with people. But to try to explain to someone what I experience and sense when I'm in conversations with people, the things that I'm listening to, the lines I'm reading in between. Oh, my God. But but it just but it's all it's all conditioned now. So it's not something I have to work at, Mm -hmm. you know, but the things that I'm able to learn and the things I'm able to analyze and assess and draw Mm -hmm. from. It, it's so difficult to try to explain that. That's why I decided to challenge you by asking, like, what does studying look like for you? It's fucking difficult to explain. It's very, very difficult. Years of practice. Just doing it. Just doing it. Yeah. I mean, the best way to learn is to get in there. like. Yeah. And then so. you find your own way. Your own of rhythm. Like, yeah. Like, what works for you? Like, how do you, how do you work? You have to learn how to be you. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a tough like endeavor it's a very necessary endeavor mm-hmm. for every human uh but everyone doesn't do very good at learning themselves yeah. like learning like what works and i know that when i go to sleep i like to stretch for at least 30 minutes right to an hour i know that i like to have some white noise playing it'd be nice mm-hmm. if there was a little oil diffuser with some nice beautiful smells in the air mm-hmm. um some comfortable fucking covers. I don't uh, wind the fan on right in my room, so a little, there's a little wind going. But I like to wear like a shirt, so I'm like warm, but I'm cold. It's just like a, there's a mixture there. <laughs> like I know certain things about that, so I can get good sleep. Mm-hmm. And you just got to know how you artist. Mm-hmm. Like how do you draw inspiration? How do you manipulate and bend? To your will. Yeah. How do you how do you do that? You can't just like pass that on to someone else, but yeah, you just gotta yeah. like do it. I can yeah. tell you what I do. Yeah. I can you know what I mean? Sort of tell you the things that are interested in that I'm interested in, the things that I sort of like zone in on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause sometimes they're so nuanced. Like they're so like new like things that you wouldn't like no one else would really care about because at this level it's nerd shit. <laughs> you know, like there's a certain level where you become a nerd and everyone should have that. Yeah. Everyone should be a nerd about at least one thing. Yes. Because all that means is that you love it. Mm-hmm. And you've you've sat there and you've done your research and you've, mm-hmm. you know. I will say one of the strangest questions that uh, or situations that I find myself in for me, just because I write differently. Some people will be like, 
I want you to write a song that's about blah or type. No, I want you to write a song that's titled this. And, what the fuck? And, and how I write, I don't write with the, I don't usually write with a concept in mind. I will, now I will hum a melody to myself and I'm writing the song as I'm humming it as it's coming out. So usually it's a venting session or I'm, I'm trying to explore the, um, the current emotion and I'm, and I'm doing it as it's happening. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying the words, you know, and people will be like, um, I want you to write a song that's titled this. And I'm like, that's not how I write. <laughs> Like I write the I write the song and then I title it later. Yeah, and maybe it's not and that title is not how I feel. Exactly. Like, I like just, it's that's not. a very, very peculiar request. To me. I want you to write a song titled this. Mm-hmm. I see it. What, what are you talking about? What is that gonna do for I've, you? I've like, had that happen in person in studio sessions and I see it a lot on YouTube. Like if I go on YouTube, um, to like listen to beats, if I'm like, you know, let me let me listen to see what, you know, something might a chord might, you know, strike something in me. And I see it, oh, man, I, this song should be titled this or, you know, whatever. And I get it, like, the producers have to name their beats. But I'm like, do the do the songwriters in the comment session, section realize, like, you can, you know, be inspired and go a completely different direction than what the beat is titled? I would a lot hope of, so. A, little, a lot of people. Yikes! Some of the As stuff an that I artist, think. to be to to be so narrow that like you see the name of a beat, so you're like, okay, I must write to. <laughs> <laughs> that is crazy. I must now write to the name of this instrumental, which it, I could clearly change, and it's going to be changed by the time it's on my project. And it's like, why would you be holding? To that. Right. I, I can't that, be restricted that way. No, that's ridiculous. Uh, well, I mean, for us, at yeah. least, it seems. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not me. Some people, though, really need. <clears throat> like, I know a writer. She she loves to write short stories and things like that, I think, for the most part. Um, And she does really, really good with prompts. It's sort mm-hmm. of like people that paint and draw, but they do it by, like, numbers mm-hmm. or they just have to look at something online and then mm. they do it, but it's really, really good. They yeah. just have a really fucking hard time taking something out of their head and putting mm. it on a canvas. Prompts are good. Yeah. So, you know, some people just really, really need that. And it's kind of the same. They're like, I can't just listen to the beat and create. I need to look at the title and think, okay, that's my prompt. This mm. title of this beat is now my prompt. I need to make something that is geared towards whatever that makes me feel or think about. Which is interesting. I mean, I guess that's a way to do it. Maybe it works. For, I'm certain somebody's doing it and their shit is fire. I don't know about most of them. I mean, you that's know. a little different. I mean, because if you're if you're writing from a writing a short story or something from a prompt, a writing prompt, then I think you're not you're not having to listen to the melody and the chord changes and the key changes and if there there might be any tempo changes or anything like you're not processing like all of that mm. you're not processing like how the music changes you're not processing different sounds that are coming in anything that's being added anything that's like fading yeah so yeah. i feel like that would be writing that way to a song might be more distracting. We're going to get you back to this. You're not getting away. Oh this my podcast God. thing. So how, so what, because <laughs> clearly this was an interest of yours. It wasn't just an interest just because he existed. 
Right. Oh no, I have right. opened a can of worms. So, so what? So again, because this whole like, so what would you do? Would it, would it be something that you feel like you would have scripted out so you wouldn't have to find the words? Like, well, what do you probably? You think so? I mean, you think maybe, you maybe, not, wanna, I mean, maybe, maybe not completely scripted. So I, so I did something before. You're gonna be like a documentarian, like. So 2019, I had this Instagram series where it was my my little music. I don't even remember what it was called because I feel like I've archived everything. But I would talk about I would pick an artist of the week and like one week, I think maybe it was Isaac Hayes. And I talked about um, like his uh, the in, the musical intros. So like you have the this like whole eight bar of instrumental of, of just the music playing before he starts and it's like very it's like like you're in a in an orchestra and I'm like just talking about how like you know how I'm how much I love it and how exciting it is and I don't know so talk talking about the artist that I love and then I'm like okay and then Isaac Hayes actually you know, did a, this is actually a cover of Dionne Warwick and, you know, people don't. So I'm giving like these little facts that I've learned and I'm, I'm not talking about it. Some people liked it, you know, I don't know, stuff like that. I had a conversation with someone that works uh, often in different orchestras, right? She loves it so, so much. Ah, fuck, what does she play? What does she play? I want to say I'm about to fuck this up. It's either cello or violin. It's I just have like an. A picture of her in my head definitely using a bow. I just don't know if it's a stand-up bass or if it's a violin she does. But either way, it's one of those things. And she said, listen, I don't believe in God. But when I'm on stage with the orchestra and the music starts playing, she's like, to us, we know when every little thing is off, right? The, 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 The people don't know in the seats. They just, they're like, oh, this is beautiful music. But we're trying to achieve like this greatness the whole time. She's like, in every once in a while, there's this complete harmony that we hit. This complete harmony. In every fucking thing that was happening backstage where people were yelling at each other about fucking makeup or whatever the or so-and-so had sex with so-and-so's wife who knows what's going on in the orchestra there's a lot of shit going on in the band but when they get up there and play them instruments she says that she has felt and she has spoken to other members of the band and they all feel this way that when they achieve this harmony through music all of that shit just dissolves all of those hindrances and distractions mm-hmm. and just muck and nastiness all of yeah. it dissolves because they're all working towards what she says is like the feeling of what she can think would be god mm-hmm. she's like this is the only time that i feel what people say mm-hmm. god should feel like yeah. is when this harmony takes place and we hear it on a different level than the people in the seats so it's just it's beautiful. It's the most perfect thing that can mm. exist to her. Yeah. And I'm just like, whoa. Yeah. That's amazing. Mm. When you're part of like a fucking 50 piece band, oh 50 God. piece orchestra, yeah. and every single person is in absolute synchronicity. Yes. Yeah. It's oh, exciting. That's fucking crazy. It's, it's, that's, I would say that's how it feels. 
um, when I'm on stage and like when you've rehearsed with the band and you you completely trust their ability and like like if I'm I'm gonna say if like when I'm prepared as an artist and I completely trust the band then I can go on stage and be free Mm. like that's how I would say Mm. I felt like everybody's been asking me like how was it opening for Lupe and Talib and I'm like it was amazing because oh it was Lupe and Talib quality mm -hmm. yeah so vibe yeah so vibe riot um uh based in or originally from Charlottesville um I joined the band this is my roommate's band and uh he had just earlier in the year asked me to you know start doing background vocals for him and then i found myself part of the band, which has been amazing. And, um, I mean, they're the musicians in that band, they're really highly skilled, highly mm. skilled. I say that with full confidence. So well, I could must I, have been to open for Lupe Fiasco. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm certain that you just, it can't just be yeah. any old body. No, no. So, um, that motherfucker is serious. I watched some videos on YouTube. You know, he has courses at, some it's like mm-hmm. Harvard or yeah or some yeah. or Stanford. It's fuck I forget which one it is. One of those Ivy League schools, I, I believe. Yeah. But he teaches like music theory. Mm-hmm. I watched one of his classes. Like I watched like a fucking fifty minute video or yeah. an hour long video and just like listen to him talk. Cause I was like, how is he gonna teach this? Like no, because it wasn't even music theory. I think it was rap theory. Mm-hmm. Like it was specifically yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah. rap theory. I, think I, was I saw like, a clip of that. I was like, how is he gonna teach this? I've never seen this before. Like, how is he gonna I was like, first of all, probably no one better to do it. <laughs> right? If you were like a Lupe fan and you grew up listening to his music and realized the things that he would do with words and sh- it was insane. It was absolutely mm-hmm. insane. Because the same year graduation came out, um, the cool the came cool, out yes, as yes, well. Yes, yes. And I would just go back and forth between listening to those two albums. And I was like, I don't know yes. which one is better. Like, these like. are fucking amazing. And the cool was like twice as long, mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Such a good album. Such, Such a good a concept good. album, yeah. too. I remember being in love with like the concept of the cool, like this thing that just moved around and, and wanted to literally just be the coolest thing on earth and was like willing to do whatever in order to get there mm-hmm. and just showing the traps, the falls that we people that want to be the coolest mm-hmm. kind of fall into in life. Yeah. You know, it's a very, very interesting concept album, but stellar fucking rapping on stellar rapping on it. Absolutely. I'm just thinking of the songs right now. Superstar. Dumb it down is on go, there. Go go gadget flow. Go, go, gadget flow. I got my go 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 gadget flows Man, on there. Man, when he did that, I was like, There's all sorts of shit I hadn't there. listened to the cool in probably a couple of years. And when I for so for Talib's set, he we went first, and then Talib and then Lupe. So for Talib Kwali's um, set, I went out into the theater and watched it from the balcony mm. from our section. And for Lupe's set, I came back. Um, to the backstage area and I watched Lupe set like literally the whole set from like from backstage mm-hmm. and it was fucking amazing and when he played Go Go Gadget I was like childhood memory memories unlocked that's crazy <laughs> yeah. for sure I was like I have forgot about this song it was amazing mm. every once in a while I'll go back and listen to that mm-hmm. album but he's he, yeah. yeah he's he's good but yeah man I was like damn he's teaching rap theory I'm like yeah. how is he gonna teach this like how is he gonna teach like how to give a good setup punchline, you know, like when to not do that and to just rap. 
just off the strength of how you feel. Like, how do all these different things? I'm like, man, how is he going to teach that? Because I don't think that rap theory has, to my knowledge, ever been done at in higher learning. Right. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. That is. Just imagine going into class and there's Lupe at the front. It's like, man, what are you doing here? <laughs> fucking teaching. What you mean? It's crazy. Yeah. That's beautiful, man. Funny stories. We gotta we gotta get you uh we gotta get you that podcast. You oh sound God. you sound good. You sound like you're, you're like very fluid and just like comfortable. So Well you you made it a very comfortable environment. So just imagine if it was your own environment. Oh my god. Are you kidding Earl. me? Think about how comfortable you'd feel in I there. Let this podcast thing go. I'm trying to figure Oh, you did? Okay. You're I right. Am, you're doing too much. You're I'm right. Ju- you're I'm right. in two bands. I have a whole You're right. That's my I fault. I have two careers. I have the nine to five yeah. career. Yes. With, and then I have my music career. That, I'm in nah, two bands. You know, you're right. No, you're right. I'm you a right. to all I put children. my foot in my mouth. I shouldn't have, yeah, you're right. You gotta, you gotta be an auntie to Keon. Keon still needs some help. <laughs> Keon can always use some help. I love that guy. I am man. so responsible. I, he, yes, he is my, he's he my. He had so much fun at that cookout. Yeah. He had so much. I could just see it. I could see it in him. And then uh, RJ, uh, my, my big old friend that came over. I was going by this point, but he came over and he had uh, taken some videos of Keon, which was hilarious. Him just dancing in the middle of everyone. He had such a great time. He was lit. Mm-hmm. He was lit. I hit him with two surprises. Mm. So the first one was he's been talking about getting a bike for forever. But he don't fucking get the bike, yeah, right? Like he didn't that. want to spend that money on himself because he doesn't spend a bunch of money on himself. He doesn't. He's kind of like me in that sense. But if I want something that's going to be good for my health, I'll buy it. He didn't do this. And he had talked about it for years. Literally, I have documented oh my God. a conversation with him on this very podcast probably a couple of years ago. He's like, yeah, I'm definitely going to get a bike. Like, I just I ride this bike in my head and it feels so good. And then I think I just don't buy the bike because I keep riding it in my head. And I'm like, okay, cool. That sounds crazy. So I bought him a bike and I just sent it oh to his house. God. So the day before that party, he just got like a, like just a box showed up at his house and I didn't put a note on it or none of that shit. So then, oh uh, so then, <laughs> so then his lovely fiance like texted him or while he was at work and was like, hey, did you uh, did you buy a bike? <laughs> no, I think she was like, did you order something on Amazon? He was like, nah, you know I don't order nothing. She was like, well. Well, someone sent you a bike. And he was like, what are you talking? He was like, no, like a bicycle. Like someone sent you a bike. And he was like, oh. I haven't told anyone that I want a bike oh, except, except for Earl. <laughs> <laughs> and then he called me. He just called me. He was just looking at me. Like, just had this real like, you know, curious look on his face. And he was like, you sent something to my house? And I was like. Yeah, I sent something to your house. <laughs> then I told him I sent him a bike. He was real happy about it. And then, yeah, he like started crying and shit. Aww. And then we got off the phone and the party was the next day. I also did not tell him I was going to that party. Oh, my God. <laughs> he, had, he had no idea. He didn't think I was going to that party at all because I don't show up for a lot of things because I don't like going to a lot of fucking events. So uh, I popped up there and then he saw me. He was like, he just walked up. He was like. Two surprises. Oh, <laughs> I love that for him. Oh, Key. I know, man. I love you, Key. Yeah, man. Keebler. Keebler yeah. Elf. That's my nephew. I love him. <laughs> we don't talk We don't talk often, but... Um, Keebler Elf, I'm taking that one. Yeah, that's what, uh, that's what uh, his older cousin called him. 
So yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah, he is. A, he is a, a good guy. So I'm I'm really happy for him. Okay, so you're right. I'm the, the podcast off the table. I shouldn't have done that. But this EP, <laughs> your your music that I do need to encourage. I do need to push. So okay, every now I'm and again, trying. I'm just gonna text you. Every, it's not gonna be too much. I'm, I'm just gonna trying. be like, hey, where's it at? I'm trying hey, to send me it. something. Send something my way. Hey, throw something online. Like let me see something on Instagram. Like give me give me a thirty second clip. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to just, every now and again, I'm going to just hit you up. I might just comment on something so everyone can see it. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm still here. Uh, you know, Drop something. Oh, my you God. You just need a little encouragement because we need to hear those. I need to hear those encouragement stories. Encouragement is not the thing. I need to hear but, the stories. But you can. I, I, am, I am open for encouragement. So I'm in the studio on Friday. Okay. And then I'm back in the studio Next week at some point, nice. um, back at the home studio. So it's coming. All right. Just you know, life, life, be life. <laughs> life does love. Life, 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 life do be life, and that's a fact. Um, I think we we talked about this hour forty five. You got a long drive. You're, what? I'm you, going back to Manassas. Oh, okay. I'm staying with my parents the, this week. Oh, okay, that's that's it, the that's, beauty okay. of having a remote job. I love it. Okay, so that's good. I that's decided good. since I I had this, but I also had something I had yesterday. I can't remember now. My brain beam. Mm. Um, like once I'm once I have checked something off of my list, mm-hmm. like I don't remember it anymore. So mm-hmm. like by tomorrow, I'll be like, what did I do yesterday? Like it's so sad. It's so sad. But um, I had like some doctor's appointments that I needed needed to uh, take care of, and then I needed to go into the office for something. So that's why I was like, let me. Oh, I know what I did yesterday. I had to re- record some vocals for the band for my my other band that's based here. Um, so my what schedule. do you record vocals for? So we're doing this like kind of promotional video that we're going to submit to like um, agency. So we'll, hopefully we'll become an agency band. Mm. So we'll get like different, mm. more bookings that way. Yeah. And so it has to be like set up a certain way. So we'll see what happens. Okay. Little steps. Yeah. Little baby steps here and there. Yeah, Just yeah, doing yeah. it. Mm-hmm. I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm busy with the, and then also spending some family time at some point. So. You gotta live. I gotta live you too. To live. I, as much as I work, I do have to live, and then I also have to take time for myself. And then, you know, if the creative juices come along, you know. What's the last significant self care thing you've done for yourself? Um, I went to I went to the beach earlier this month. I took a solo day trip to Virginia Beach. I had my little... It's nice. A little my, impromptu, like, mm, let me just go hit the beach. Yeah, exactly. So I took my little cooler. I put some snacks in there, some okay. fresh fruit. Put your bubbles in the car. I did. I took. I always keep <laughs> bubbles in my car. I have bubbles right now. Actually, I bought a new bubble thing. You have bubbles in this bag right here? No. Oh, I, I was going to say, you deep. keep them on them like you keep no, them I don't on have, you. Okay. I just okay. have a lot of bubbles in the car. Okay, okay. Um, I had my little, my little, you know, beach towel and stuff and my little picnic blanket. So I set that up and I took out, I took my little speaker. So as I'm blowing bubbles, like Beyonce is playing in the background. 
you yeah. know. You got the vibe. Yeah, I had, I had a vibe for yeah. myself. And then all the kids that are like around, they're like, oh my God, she has bubbles. And I'm like, tell your mom to get you some. And they're like, can I try? And sometimes I will let the kids, like if they're like, they're not leaving me alone yeah. and they're like sweet about it. Yeah. But if they try to come up and grab, I'm like, no, 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 no. In that. Go to Target. In that. It's $5. Is the epitome that is directly correlative to the men sliding in your DM. <laughs> you know, they come around, they shoot their shot, they do it respectfully. <laughs> Maybe you can have a bubble or two. <laughs> but if you don't, there are no bubbles for you here. No bubbles. No bubbles. So, so earlier in June, um, I was in, you know, that that pavilion in in, in Old Town Manassas. Yeah. So I was blowing bubbles just outside of the pavilion. With the ice skating rink. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I had just finished a show. I had did um did like some neighborhood event um for a friend of mine. And I'm like, okay, you know, I just had this huge, you know, social event. I need to like do something to like recharge myself. So I start blowing, take, go to my car, get my bubbles. And I had just like had some coffee or something, um, maybe a tea. And I'm sitting there blowing the bubbles and some guy sees me and I see him walk because I just like a peep, a peep shit. Yeah, I see to. the guy get out of his car and he walks in the other direction. And like, you know, how it's just in your periphery. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, OK, whatever. And so like maybe 20 minutes later, I see him walking back and then he comes over and he's like, you got bubbles? Like, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you're just, you're just blowing bubbles. I'm like, yeah, I'm just blowing bubbles. Minding my own business. Like, what are I, you doing, like, sir? Can I help you? Yeah, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. I was minding my own business. That's so, well, how did that go? Like, do, once, once you said, yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm just blowing, blowing bubbles. bubbles. He was like, cool. No, he, he was wasn't like, like, can I, can I, he wasn't like, can I blow him with you? <laughs> he was just that like, would have been a better thing. Yeah, so he was just like, all right, cool. So he's like, so he's already like judging me and I'm like, I don't need your judgment. Like, yeah, I'm gonna oh. get it. I get it. I'm an adult in you know, my mid thirties and I'm blowing bubbles, but I'm like literally minding my business, mm. doing something for myself. Like, like get you a hobby. Huh. Like, it's so interesting how we do that. How like, because you become an adult. You, you can no to. longer blow bubbles. Right. Like, it, it would be nothing to see an adult sitting at a park on the same bench you're sitting, right beside you, mm-hmm. just looking out. Or maybe feeding pigeons. Mm-hmm. but Or reading a book. Or reading a or book. Or listening to a podcast. Or doing a lot of things. Sitting mm-hmm. down on a blanket. Mm-hmm. Sleeping, even. Mm-hmm. But you taking out a bubble wand and like blowing bubbles, it's all of a sudden just like, what the fuck are you doing, ma'am? You out here blowing bubbles? What the? Yeah. F- that's very weird that we do that to each other. We should, we should, hey, let that woman blow them bubbles. Yeah, exactly. and let all the and let all the people like to do what they do, do what they do. Exactly. exactly. As long as they're not hurting anybody. Exactly. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, man. Let pe- people forget how to be children. Yeah. People well, I'm f- a big kid at heart. Yeah, that has people, never changed. People forget how to just just let loose, have fun, mm-hmm. 
Forget about what everyone else is thinking exactly. or saying about them. That's a that's the big one. That's the that's a very one. very you, tough one. Once you let go of people's opinions and people's projections, oh, it's a free world. Like there's so oh, much liberation there. You yeah. yes. If there's anything that anyone gets from this podcast, it ought to be that. Mm. There's such a liberation. Afterwards. Yes. You're like, oh my gosh, that was the only thing that was holding me back. Yes. Okay, I can holding you back from true joy. Wow, I can't believe I used to care about like if I walked out of the house just wearing flip flops. I would have never did that in the past. I would have thought that that was just like the corniest thing ever to walk out of the house flip flops. I was all in Target and, and today who, with flip flops on. And who told you that that was corny? <sighs> My stupid ass. It's really just. If the people around you are not doing it, you know, and then every once in a while, maybe they see somebody with some shoes on that they don't approve of. Mm-hmm. And, just, you know, that's where the whole what are those yeah. trend comes yeah. from, you know, what I mean, and shit I like get, that. And I when you're a kid and you're insecure and you don't know shit about shit, you get wrapped Man. up in that for a bit. You got to, you know, but you got to get older and gain confidence and break out mm-hmm. of that and look around and realize you can, it's your life. Live it. Yeah. <laughs> but that takes a lot. It takes a lot. Yeah. It takes a lot of stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like 20 minutes later, he asked me for my number. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So after, took, wait, after. It took him some time. After he tried to preach the gospel to me, I was like, so Jeez, you bothered. Louise. You bothered me. You came out of, you out, out of, you went out of your way to judge me about my bubbles. You want to talk to me? You want to preach the gospel to me? And then when I'm like, and when I'm, you say that, you mean the actual gospel? Like yes. He's trying to, okay. He's got the Jesus shirt on, and I'm oh. like, and I'm and I'm like respectfully like, oh, I don't really do religion. Like I have my own relationship with God. Like mm-hmm. I'm more spiritual out. Like organized religion is not for me. Like mm-hmm. no. And he's like, oh, why? Why is that? And I'm like, I'm I'm not gonna debate with you. I'm sitting here trying to have peace. <laughs> like I'm not about to allow you to disrupt my peace because. You because you want to talk to me when like I'm over here trying to have, you know, my happy moment being grounded because you don't know how my day has been. I had an amazing day. I had a a great performance that day. And now I want to be left alone. And you're disturbing that. Right. And you want to talk about that? No. But then after that, you want to ask me for my number. No, sir. Yeah. It's a no. Yeah. It was. And I mean, and not even just that. You know how some people just like. They just lack, they lack depth. Like they lack their own personality. And I just felt like, I felt like he was the type of person that his personality was based in religion. It's like, cause he was not, because he was not a free thinker. And I was like, oh, as an artist. That's the thing that they need to know going into a relationship with you. That's the thing. Okay, maybe. That's the thing. Is that you're a free thinker? Yeah, they they just because if they're not right, yeah. well one, it may not even work. <laughs> um but 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 if they are and they they can, you know, learn and adapt mindfully, um you know, could it could it could something could happen. Yeah. But they're going to need to know that you're a free thinker and that comes with because the thing is it doesn't it's not just a religion thing your free thinking means that every possibly a lot of moments that 
they run into with you, they're going to see you do something differently or react differently, Mm -hmm. navigate differently than they've seen other people. Mm -hmm. And they're going to have to be like, huh, why are you doing that? Mm -hmm. (laughs) What are you doing that for? You know, and then. That's up to you if you want to have those conversations and, and do all of that. I, you know, I know patience starts wearing thin the older we get. You know, maybe you yeah. don't want to have all them conversations. You're like, nah, you need to be of this understanding already. Like, they're, they're, like I'm not teaching you anything. Like, we're not, I'm not giving you lessons. I, I, I learned that I can't. I, I personally, I, I don't, I don't do um, surface level conversations very well. Like, yeah. like I have a, I have a. I have a reserve for the surface level. Like you get a good maybe five minutes of, oh, the weather was really good. Oh, I tried, you know, this restaurant that was really delicious. Like Mm. you get about a good five minutes after Mm. that. Like what are you what are you trying to get to? Like, what do you think you're trying to get to? Like if it could if it was up to you. I don't I don't know. But it has to it has to go. It has to progress naturally somewhere. Like, I think. Like, if we're not talking about, you know, how many stars are in the sky, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're not talking about the meaning of life, in, like, in 10 minutes. Like, yes. what are we talking about? <laughs> I don't know. If we're not talking about, like, a real problem and so- mm. something that's happening now or exploring why, you know, Edgar Allan Poe, you know, wrote about a raven. Like, I need to talk <laughs> about that stuff. Um, if we're not, then, like, you can, like, yeah. quietly exit um, stage right and yeah. leave me to my thoughts. Otherwise, right. like. In your bubbles, yeah. The bubbles are much more stimulating. Than, they are. <laughs> than a lot of guys. <laughs> Damn, that's so. Oh, geez. To lose a battle to a, a fucking case of bubbles. <laughs> oh, it's so crazy. Uh-huh. Yeah. I hope the best for everybody. I'm so glad that you're having fun. I'm so glad that we <laughs> that we came together because aside from seeing you at Keon's Cookout, I hadn't seen you in fuck who a, yeah. a decade and a half. I, I, who knows? I don't know yeah. when the last time I saw you. Like, and we locked eyes mm-hmm. like, and acknowledged each other yeah. as two human beings. Like, yeah. when, like they, I had to have been a child. It had to have been because I feel like you were this kind of a kind of a ghost presence in, <laughs> in in like in high school because Keon would always be like oh I'm gonna hang out with Ryan or I'm gonna hang out with Earl and I'd be like who is Earl and then he'd be like okay I'm gonna go hang out with Earl and then like I saw you maybe like once or twice mm. and I'm like okay that's Earl but like like y'all were gone that like, that would make you sense. guys were gone that would like make I sense. didn't like I didn't see you like I might yeah. have seen you in passing but also I was I was a little mean I was a little mean to my nephew especially when he was when we were in middle school because Keon would try to intentionally embarrass me by yelling in the hallway you know and that's how they had like the two opposite hallways yeah. and then he, I could be like coming from like gym or something, and like here goes Keon in the hallway. Hey, family! And I'd be like, Keon. Oh, my God. oh you ain't like that. Keon. A, I knew some. Ooh. I knew some people like that. I, I've had uh, both of them on the podcast. But he did now. it on purpose. He knew. I'd be like, everybody I, don't need to know that. Oh, but what? But why you were embarrassed? Because you ain't. Well, I was. You was like thirteen. You was like Keon. 12, Keon. Hey, listen, people can't know that we. Cause by high school, I was not. I, I was. I was like, that's my nephew, and yeah. I was like, I, I was also very protective of my nephew. Like, mm. you ain't talking to my nephew. Like, 
don't talk shit about my nephew. Like, I was really protective. I'm still, I'm still very protective over my ne- my nieces and nephews, even though they're adults. Some of them are adults. Well, Keon and I got much, much closer because a lot of the ghost presence of mine may have been because we were just running around playing basketball, or whatever the fuck when we did see each other. But a lot of it was definitely that we, we you know, we had you know peaks and valleys of the the relationship like we weren't always hanging out you know mm-hmm. what i mean there were times where he was hanging out with a bunch of fuck boys you know what i mean and running around with them and getting in trouble with them and, re- and realizing he needed to just come back to some more wholesome people mm-hmm. uh that he ran into that a couple we, of times i think we both had that phase and so uh, we all do to some degree right yeah, right we do yeah yeah, yeah i've definitely been growing around. up i've been around so many people i had no fucking business being around but i wouldn't take it away for the world not now. Uh, <laughs> I would never go back. Oh, no, no, no. Live the life. Yeah, I, I've lived it and I fucking love it. So, live um, the life. But yeah, so we didn't, we, we weren't always there. Like, we got together much more after high school. And then in particular, when, well, we lived together 2014 for like two years um, before we had moved out and moved in with Antoinette. Mm. But then when we started doing the podcast in, in 2020. Okay. And then we, we started having conversations weekly like a lot of conversations and mm. we were just having conversations we never had before and we started growing a bond and mm. learning so much That's about beautiful. each other it was it was cool we actually spoke about this moment it was very weird because it was what like fucking a year or two ago so i'm i'm probably it was probably last year so i'm 31 maybe it was two years i don't know i'm really bad with time but either way it's in the last two years him and i are having a conversation and he's talking about how he doesn't want to have the relationship with jacory that he has with his biological father right mm-hmm. and he's talking about that and you know he becomes emotional and he starts crying because he's just like i i just i can't let that happen like i don't i don't want that to happen and i'm just like nigga you're gonna be fine it's not gonna happen right um but i also understand where you're coming from right yeah and we we shut the podcast down because he was overwhelmed with emotions and then we got up and i was like hey man i love you come here and we hugged now i love that that's now, so beautiful. But that was the first time we ever had said that we loved each other and hugged in our entire lives. Wow. And oh that and that God. happened in the past two years. And then now, ever yeah. since then, every time I see him, we hug. Very we just good. we just go straight I for love a hug. That. It was very it was very fascinating. That. He needs that. It was a huge moment of, of healing and bonding for mm. us. It was very, very cool. He needed that. So, yeah, I, I love, love that for him. But ultimately, because I, I keep getting off of this, I just want to say I'm very, very thankful that you came here um, with with all of your elegance and, <laughs> and, and class and, and comedy and entertainment oh and all God. these different layers to you. It's been very, very fun experiencing you. I have another story if you want to hear it. Fuck yeah. Just for the fact that you're willing to just drop something like this, I want to hear it. Okay, so I got yelled at by Lupe Fiasco. <laughs> Let me start by let me start with the like with the, I said you can't just be on anybody you better be on point what'd you do oh my god what'd you let, do all right, so let me start here so after after the vibrate set like we we killed it like I it was it was the like best performance I've ever done in my life like oh, that's awesome. like I was completely like elated on stage and like even when I got off stage so after our set um. After our set, we go so the like the green room back, uh, the green room area is under the under the backstage area. So we go downstairs to the green room, 
Talib Kweli comes in and um, some some of the member, the musicians in the band are like, oh, let's go dap up, you know, Talib Kweli, take a group, group picture or whatever. And I'm like, oh, my God, like I'm not I'm not starstruck, but I'm also kind of like, oh, it's, it's Talib that is, Kweli. That is Talib. Like it is, it is Talib Kweli. I mean, and at this and at this point, I know like two songs, so I can't I can't completely like fan out and be like, yeah. da, da, da. I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm like that is him, but you know, I'm also trying to be like respectful of his space. So everybody's like hugging him, whatever. And I didn't I didn't do that. I was we were walking out, and I go, uh, I was like, bye, Talib, uh, good luck tonight. I know you're gonna kill it. And then so he goes, all right, thank you, thank you, appreciate it, whatever. So I go to the theater, watch Talib Kweli's set, which is amazing, by the way. And like he's starting to do songs and I'm like, memories unlocked. Oh, I do know this song. I do know this song, whatever. The end of his set, which I didn't realize was the end of his set. I go back around the building, go back to the green area. And I'm, I'm a, a complete goofball because I'm like, oh, my God, I can't believe I said that to him. Whatever. Like, I'm so stupid. But I'm also just very much myself. Like, I am a big kid. So I go back to the backstage area or the green room and I'm like skipping in the hall. And I'm like, just to get by, just to get by. Talib has finished his set. and He's in the green room. Okay. All right. That I see happens. no issue so far. It's, there's no, there's no really no issue. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, great job. Um, I was like, can I have a hug? And he was like, he's like, uh, I'm, I'm a bit sweaty right now. But uh, after I like clean myself up, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. Um, so I go back to, I go back upstairs to the backstage area. Lupe is about to get on. And like just before I went back upstairs, I was trying to call. I was trying to call my nephew, my my little nephew Logan. Ne- I call him my nephew hyphen son. My yes. nephew's fine. Logan's not available. He's he's uh, with the family. They went to, down to Southern Virginia. So I'm like, oh, my nephew didn't answer. And then like the other the girl in the band, I was like hanging out with her backstage, and I'm like, she's like, Shh, you know, Lupe's about to go on. I'm like, okay. Like I'm not talking. I'm not bothering him. I'm over here talking to y'all. <laughs> Whatever. They call Lupe out. I'm standing, we're in the backstage area. I'm trying to get like footage of him because I'm like, yo, this is a Lupe fiasco. Like I know his, I know more of his catalog and I'm like, I'm like really excited, but I'm also like, you know, distance because he's about to go on. Like I know, I know that like trying to get your mind right before going on stage. He goes on, we're backstage. I'm trying to get footage of him, like trying to be like really like, not seen trying to be you know inconspicuous yeah. as possible but i'm like nobody's gonna like notice me because all everybody's focused on him now so i like kind of squat in this corner and at that time talib Kali comes from to the backstage area and he goes behind the sound man uh his, the sound man's table and so i'm squatting down trying to get this video and there's like these two, uh, I'm trying like not to be a problem. There's these two mic stands in my way. Talib moves the mic stands out of my way. And like there's this this case and there's like a cord on it. He moves it and he's like, sit right there. And I'm like, Talib Kweli says, better than, this is my inner monologue. Talib Kweli says, sit right there. I'm going to sit right there. Okay, cool. Whatever. So I'm recording the video and this like I pretty much watched the whole show from this spot. Like a few minutes later, Talib, he he comes back over and there's another mic stand that he moves out of my way. So now I have complete like open space to take this video. And he's like just talking to me and like Lupe makes a, a comment about um, 
prescription sunglasses. And I'm like, yeah, I have prescription, you know, sunglasses too. And he's like, we're, we all of, all of y'all wore glasses on stage. And we're like, yeah, we're just kind of like laughing about it, whatever. And, um, so later he's like, I'm leaving, you know, it's like, you know, pleasure to meet you, whatever, whatever. And then an hour after Talib leaves, Lupe calls for the sound man for his mic stand. So I'm like, oh, um, where did he, where did he put the mic stand? Like, it's really not my problem, but I'm like, I'm sitting in the spot where it was. Okay. He, the sound man brings out the, the mic stand. He's like, Hey, my man, what you doing? That's the wrong one. And so I'm like, Oh shit, let me move out of, move out of the way. As I get up, I walk into the, like the stage manager, bump him. Lupe is looking back, watching for the mic stand. He's like looking at us, looking dead at us. I bump into the, the man trying to bring him the second mic stand. He's like, girl, if you don't get your ass out, boy. <laughs> whole time nobody can see me nobody can see me but i'm like i'm trying to get out the way i'm like embarrassed yeah yeah so that happened yeah. i mean the whole time it wasn't my fault it was his friend his friend because they friends in real yes. life yeah in real life and that he moved and he just moved stuff them, out the way for right. me yeah well you know I think often, even when it's something like that, it's much bigger in our eyes than it is his. Like for Lupe, oh, I wasn't it. I wasn't completely I mean? embarrassed. I was yeah. more shocked that it happened, and it was yeah. so funny to me. I was like, "Oh it's my god!" It's not like Lupe. Like later on in the night, he's like, "Man, I can't believe that motherfucker was over no. there in the way." Like, <laughs> like he's not thinking about that shit, you know. But I do so, also understand being around someone that you admire and then feeling like you kind of, you know. I don't feel like I dropped the ball. I was, okay, good. Okay, I don't okay. feel that way at all. Okay, I was like, this is his friend's fault. Oh, I was okay. like, talk to your friend. Talk okay. to your friend. Good, good, good. As long as you still feel good about oh, that whole experience. Okay, good. good. Oh, yeah. We took a picture with him afterwards and everything. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He yeah. just he just gave you a quick, girl, if you don't get your ass out of the way. Yeah, it was so, it was so funny. <laughs> was, and then when he, I talked to he's people. He's in performance mode. Yes. You know? And when, and when I talked to people that I, that I knew after the fact, they were like, oh, that was you. And they were laughing. It was great. It was the best thing. So that's how Talib Kweli became my homie. So we best friends now. Of course. Of course. Mm -hmm. I'll expect you on the, on the next album. Yeah. He always does usually have like some really nice soulful singing person on there like i'm thinking <laughs> a song called daydreaming right now with jill scott mm. beautiful beautiful song but yeah he, he, he sarah green he has on some he's he, he keeps him around for sure mm -hmm. some nice soulful like jazz singers or something like that in the back yeah he was so, really he was really chill it was it was fun kicking it with him i mean he seems like he would be a live music type of guy like he yeah. would incorporate a lot of different instruments yeah yeah well this for this set um he just had the dj but um but he was just really he was just he was as cool as a fan like you know what I, oh i know what i need from you i need one of those like npr tiny desk type of moments okay. of yours that's what i need like one of those real intimate ones oh my god that's 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 what i'm thinking that i need yeah okay. nothing too crazy just you and like two instruments 
two okay. or three instruments okay. in you in your voice. I can make that happen. Yeah, yeah, something like that. I can make that happen. You got a fan now. Like I'm just gonna every oh now and God. again, I'm just gonna check in on you. It's all I'm saying. <laughs> it's not gonna be aggressive. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna check in on. When's you. the album coming? Yeah, I'm working on it. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to finish it by the end of this year. I, I think I can. If I really, if I really put my mind to it, I can really finish it like in the next month. But we'll see. I don't want to. I don't want to like. I don't want to set that. Wanna put that pressure. On I don't. Yeah, I yeah. don't. I, I don't. You. Yeah. Because what will happen is somebody will call and be like, "Hey, I, I need you to come do this, be a feature at this open mic event, or I need, or um, can you sing at this thing?" And then. Yeah. So, so I mean, it's it's not a bad problem to have. It's not even a it's problem. Not at it's all. just, you know, opportunities just, come yeah. and re- things get reprioritized, and then you have to also worry about like timing and. That's you know. the best. It's probably one of the best problems to have. Right? If, yes, because I, I worked really hard for this. Yeah. To be where I am, I worked really, really hard. So, I'm thankful. I have so many. I have a lot of peop- really good people behind me. Shout out to Nikki McMullen, my uh, vocal coach and mentor. Shout out to my brother, J-War Vibe Riot. Okay. <laughs> I love it. So many it. people supporting um, the family, um, all my cousins, my dream team, Byron Wimbush, my cousin who's a photographer, and my stylist, Lakeisha Green of House of Layla Monet, based you out of Richmond. You got a stylist. Yes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. That's fun. Yeah, she styled me for some photo shoots. She's a designer um, based in Richmond. She was just the named uh, fashion icon of Richmond City. So I'm really okay. Her, so. Did she go to VCU? No? no. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, Interesting. So I, got, I got a lot of people, a lot of cool people in my corner. I appreciate that. And you're, yeah. you're like clearly just a very exuberantly, <laughs> like beautiful human, like wonderful oh, person, like pleasant you. human. Thank you. Uh, and I just think that things, um, things work out for those people, yeah. you know, yeah. they gravitate, people gravitate towards you every once in a while. They want you to, you know, stand next to them at a party for five <laughs> hours, but, 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 they, but they, but they do gravitate towards you and, you know, yeah. yeah, I just think you just have to keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. I will say that my character has definitely opened more doors for me than, than talent. Like I get in the room and then people are like, Oh, yeah. They're like, oh, you you really do this. And I'm like. Like one of the things Talib had asked me when we were backstage, he was like, because he had got there after the Vibe Right set. And he was like, he's like, so what do you do? You sing? And I was like, uh, I sing a little bit. And he looked at me. He's like, you sing. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like I wonder how many people he's had that conversation with, and all the people that that they can tell is just like, oh yeah, I sing, and he's just probably just like, "Mm, I got it, like maybe, maybe, sure. But then he's seen the ones, he's just like, oh, you know, I do a little bit, and he's just like, hmm, what about you though? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Those people, yeah, they just read a little different. Yeah, it's it's uh, you know, like the energy people give off. It's it's you can't it's you can't duplicate that. Yeah. Like you can't fake that, mm-hmm. you know. So when someone's reading just good energy off you, oh. they just see you can't. That's that inner work. You can't, yeah. You can't fake that. You can't. 
there, you could say a lot of things. We all know the English language here, right? So I know the words that you know, you know words I know. We can both say the same things, mm-hmm. but a way of being, mm-hmm. you can't just fake that. I mean, you can yeah. you can do it. I know people, people fake it till you make it, right? And they sound and there's some crazy. and there's and there's something in that. And you sound a little crazy until you make it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's an aspiration. But do they- no, not always. <laughs> no, no. Some people do, though. <laughs> no, but I didn't mean that to be like everyone that tries it does it. No, absolutely not. Um, but, yeah, it, it, it's uh, it's infectious. It's something that is it's like it's so valuable because it's hard to touch. It's hard to quantify. Mm. It's so weird to just know, like, just certain people. Like, <laughs> I just feel good around you, oh. you know? And I think that that takes us a very, very, a very long way. Yeah. Um, that's that's the kind of spirit of my mom. Oh, yeah? That's my mom's love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, my dad's kind of like that. He just just wants to enjoy his life. Mm-hmm. Like, at all costs, he's willing to enjoy his life. That's mm-hmm. just what he's trying to do. That's good. He's done a lot of great things to do it, too. Like. I'm proud of that guy just getting older and continuing to still find new ways of unlocking more beauty and more motivation, more meaning in in life and the Mm. things that you do and your role in it. It's beautiful. Um, Thank you so much for for being here. We're going to we're going to wrap this up. Um, Thank you for having me. Yeah, I just I I, I love I love doing this. This is some of my I don't know if I got a favorite way of doing it. Because the people that I, I speak with more often, it's fun because we have a rapport, right? And there's there's all this story. But then there's something so refreshing about it just being someone I haven't spoken to really ever is a good way to put it. Like a real conversation ever, ever. truly. Yeah. And that's wild. It is. That is so wild. It is so much fun. And then here we are the very first time we're just here in this <laughs> room, you know, for how long do you think we've been doing this? An hour and a half. Maybe two hours, 15 minutes. Are you serious? Yeah, it happens like that. Wow. <laughs> yeah, That's no, you just kind of sucked into the podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, yeah, this has been so much fun. And I will have to also ask you to come back at some point in time. Oh, my we God. We have to do a follow up at some okay. point in time. Absolutely. After, after the. There is no rush. It can okay. be a year from now. It doesn't matter. Okay. I just, you know what I mean? Well, I just want to put that energy out there also into the ether. Receive. Exactly. Receive. Exactly. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Ah! And thank everybody for listening. Peace.